Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and a deep feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. And the bow I coast can make me cry. We are saying black lives matter in New York City. And black lives matter in the United States of America. Let's show Donald Trump what he does not understand. Let's paint it right in front of his building for him. Outdoor concerts and things like parades, you know, things that here in the city can mean not just thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. It's just not time for that now. Hey, goodbye. What about protests? If people want to march down Fifth Avenue, are they going to be allowed to do so? Look, Wolf, this is always an area of real sensitivity. We understand at this moment in history, people are talking about the need for historic changes, recognizing the power and the meaning of the message Black Lives Matter, which we did in front of Trump Tower today. This is a historic moment of change. We have to respect that, but also say to people, the, the kinds of gatherings we're used to, the, the parades, the fairs, we just can't have that while we're focusing on health right now. You can't be serious, man. You are fake news. You cannot be serious! Very fake news. You want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo, okay, folks? I agree with that. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. This guy is over. He is... You are a terrific team on all counts. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Just a lot of updates on all of these self-defense stories tonight. The uh, police served a warrant on the home of the infamous pink polo man and his wife on Friday. The 80s hip-held AR that will live in meme infamy uh, has been confiscated by St. Louis police, though it does remain unclear if the couple will face uh, any charges. Plus, we got a bunch of other updates on all of these Black Lives Matter related stories and self-defense stories. We'll go through all those. Uh, and then in a dramatically undercovered story, uh, a young mother in Indianapolis was shot and killed. That much is undisputed as far as I understand. But this is allegedly after a dispute with Black Lives Matter activists uh, after she argued apparently that all lives matter. And There's uh, a little more to it than that. There, there's even more to that. Okay. I haven't been there able... was some N word exchanges. Oh, really? But legitimate. Like that's what her fiance said. As in, they called the Black Lives Matter people the N-word? It was used conversationally, and he said that they heard them, but it's possible. Okay, so this is a very interesting story. I haven't had a lot of time to read about it, so I'm interested to learn. Uh, what I did have a chance to learn about was more uh, the coronavirus fear porn, of course. that The production of coronavirus uh, fear porn continues. Uh, don't worry, though. I will save that. For later in the show, just uh, be prepared to wear masks because the mask wars are upon us. Uh, be prepared to be chastised in a retail setting near you very soon. 
And of course, the hoax hate never stops. I got a four leaf clover of hoax hate. I had a hoax hate Pentagon prior to that, but I cut, I axed one hoax hate case. Uh, apparently, we had a we had kind of a lull there for a while, and now it's just a hoax hate cornucopia every week. So we got plenty of cases tonight, and a little bit of surprise cringe uh, to close the show as well. And of course, we'll take super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, and D Live in between topics, and to close the show. 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. It's going to be all this and more on your favorite couple hours of listening material. Uh, remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener owned businesses. This week's feature business is uh, our friends at Phoenix Ammunition. Justin and his crew are essential, whether Gretchen Whitmer says so or not. They're always working tirelessly to keep your big igloo well-stocked. Everybody is responsible for their own defense, and so we're going to make sure that we can do everything in our power to make sure that they have what they need when they need it. It's Friday afternoon in Novi, and in a moderately spacious warehouse, a handful of men are cranking out ammunition by the minute. We caught up with Justin Nazarov, owner of Phoenix Ammunition, a local bullet manufacturer working to meet the spike in demand for ammunition. What we really hope is that people kind of have a... a heart-to-heart moment where they they realize that the society we live in is more fragile than they would believe. Whether you're looking to train or to plink or to defend your very life and liberty, Phoenix has a product for you. You can get 5% off off your order at phoenixammo.com using promo code MCLISTENER. That's phoenixammo.com with an F, F F-E-N-I-X, ammo.com, promo code MCLISTENER. Four, five percent off. And I got to hand it to Justin because he has done what I can never and will never do. He earned himself a hit piece, did uh, Justin at Phoenix Ammo. Uh, this really? in this was in the trace uh, a week or two back, but he has been highlighted as a, an evil monopoly man profiting off of Boogaloo extremism. So uh, you can read this profile on Phoenix over the trace. I'll link it in the description. Uh, and for his troubles, uh, the Phoenix Ammo Facebook page and Instagram page have both now been banned. So uh, good luck. What? Yeah, they took him out. And uh, he had some good memes on those pages. I enjoyed following. They may be back. He's working on getting them back. Uh, but at the rate the ammo market is going, he'll probably be able to uh, become his own social media kingpin soon anyway. I don't know. Anyway, you can find everything you need from uh, Phoenix Ammo Plus. Other special deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Uh, one more note on... Uh, you know what? Okay, so every time before the show, I look and see what's trending on Twitter just to make sure that we've captured all the important stuff in case thing happens. It's a good call because sometimes stuff is breaking right as we go. You know what's trending right now? Hmm. Pelosi must go. And hashtag Jewish privilege. Do you know well, why? Those are going to be taken down immediately. Uh, Pelosi must go. I mean, that I could believe is just an organic trend because she's a crazy person. Jewish privilege. I don't know the context in which that would fit. This is U.S. I have I have national trending mm-hmm. from anybody, not just people I follow. OK, but what's what's the reason for that? Is there a I don't story know. behind I it? I thought that I thought maybe you knew. Let me know in the live chat if you know. But this is. Shocking. Twitter is alt-right. Confirmed. Uh, mm. 
little bit of note on the production end. As I mentioned last week, I'm working with new software, so thanks for patience on that. I know last week's audio was a little subpar. I have taken time this week to fine-tune it, so I hope it's a much better experience on your ears. Uh, and again, thanks for patience as I work with the new software. We're trying to make, well, we're trying to give ourselves more tools and, and more options as a show. So hopefully better, and uh, we'll keep working on it. Uh, what are you chuckling at? I guess there was a plane that had Pelosi must go on the banner. So that must be that. Uh, was there a plane I, that had Jewish privilege on it? Uh, I guess the Jewish privilege thing is, is actual Jews talking about their familial struggle. So it's not quite as spicy as I had thought. Well, we'll get to the spice later in the show with uh, Tucker Carlson's writer and his posts. Maybe that'll make up for it. <laughs> uh, we did have a meetup this week as well. Some, uh, some dudes getting together in Indianapolis. Looks like you guys are having a fun time. So a very white supremacist gathering once again. And uh, we always love to see the listener meetups. Remember, if you're looking for uh, new friends in your area, you can check out the community page on the website. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com slash community. You can find uh, contact info for people in your area and make uh, new friends. So that's cool to see. Incidentally, we have a lot of Indiana and Indianapolis stories tonight. So more from Indiana later in the show. But of course, the big news of the week is uh the is is Trump commuting Roger Stone's sentence. So what's going on here? Yeah, so Trump commuted um Roger Stone's sentence. He had seven felony crimes. This happened on Friday. Um and he was going to report to federal prison to serve a 40-month term and he's an old dude. He's an old dude. I forgot to put to drop the link of him dancing. Did you see that this week? No. Did what was he dancing for? Uh Stone was dancing and he's like a like a good dancer. Even at his age. Wow. Yeah. He's mm. like got some moves. He's got he's got smooth, fluid hips. That's going to be taken out of context. But you know what I mean? <laughs> he's just moving around. I was like, wow, that yeah. was shocking. Um, so he was convicted of obstructing a congressional investigation into the 26 campaign and possible ties to Russia were a bunch of bullshit. Um, prosecutors convinced jurors that he lied under oath, withheld a trove of documents and threatened an associate with harm if he cooperated with congressional investigators. Of course, he maintained his innocence um, and claimed prosecutors wanted him to offer information about Trump that he said did not exist. So Trump has come out and said that he was a victim of this uh, Russia conspiracy and hoax, which, Mm. of course, he was. And, uh, you know, good for Trump. I'm relieved to see that he's still got some loyalties. This looks like uh, Michael Flynn debate round two, because I'm hearing the exact same arguments that, right. well, he, he did it. He was convicted or in Michael Flynn's case, he pled guilty, didn't he? OK, but so wh- what? what is the underlying crime and absent the underlying crime? What is the legitimacy of the investigation and the prosecution? And mm-hmm. on that end, when I listen for what the legitimacy of it's it's crickets, it's chirps. You can you can get people to lie pursuant to an investigation if that is your objective from the start right and i think that there was a lot of that going on in in these cases but uh and we know it was the objective from the start because of the strock notes well yeah that's right they they wrote it straight up <laughs> you don't have like, to how do we yeah. entrap this mf or how do yeah. we do that well uh all right so we'll see where that goes this this wayfair this, this wayfair stuff was pretty insane. Although I have it on good authority. Twitter has debunked it. Wayfair confirms there is no truth to conspiracy theories about human trafficking. That's all I need to see. But what's oh, shoot. the conspiracy is that link? Theory? Is that link not? 
uh, not the tweet with the crack. Um, I do have. Are you talking about the tweet with the examples? Because I do have. Yeah, that yeah. Could you open that and read those? Because I was going to so, lead with that. The general idea, if people didn't see this, is that there are all these odd overpriced items on Wayfair, specifically like in this example, a $10,000 pillow. And those weirdly priced items also correspond in their name. Like this is the Dunning Zodiac sign astrological constellation pillow. The for $10,000. For $10,000 yeah. correspond with missing children in multiple instances. So that one's Dunning. This one's uh, Duplessis. Uh, corresponding with missing child Samara Duplessis. So they pulled a bunch of examples of this. What's the rest of the details? Yeah, I mean, because Snopes has come out and said that it's not true, I guess we just have to trust that it's not true. Um, I should start this by saying that like, they do have third-party sellers. So I think yeah. it's definitely possible that there's some third party that's involved in this, but it's far too coincidental. Although I was full Pizzagate like, the, whole, the whole time. Um, so Newsweek reached out to Wayfair regarding this human trafficking claim, and uh, they included a request for an explanation of the high price items. So what Wayfair said was, there is, of course, no truth to these claims. <clears throat> Excuse me. The products in question are industrial grade cabinets that are accurately priced. What about those pillows? Recognizing yeah. that the photos and descriptions provided by the supplier did not adequately explain the high price point. We've temporarily removed the products. Um, from so they the did, site. they're not going to address the pillows, though. Those are not properly no. priced pillows. No, and they also uh, decide to rename them. They also don't address the weird, weird names of of them. So the conspiracy theory has been elaborated on other social media platforms, like Twitter, expanding on the original post and its assertion that very expensive or overpriced cabinets with human names is in itself evidence of human trafficking conducted more or less in the open. Um, I mean, these are very uncommon names. And people have gone around. I've seen a lot of, of, of things on Twitter. People have gone around to different sites, and this is happening on Etsy. It's happening on on several sites. And, and some of the things that I've seen have been like highly suggestive and suspicious. The reason I believe this, um, I'm sure not all of these, but... I'm relatively convinced um, is that pedophilia has always been a problem in every society throughout history. So to call this highly conspiratorial, uh, I think that is, is patently absurd. I mean, this, this does happen. And then well, look at what happened with Epstein and everybody's like, this is so fucking crazy. It's like, is it though? Is it really that crazy? All I know is if you ask the pedophile and he denies it, that means there is no truth to the conspiracy theory. That is, that is always the case. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's I, all I could say is it, the, the, to me, the corresponding names is the most bizarre part. That is very yeah. odd. It's weird. It's they blamed a pricing glitch, I think, for the pillows. Why would there be a pricing glitch on these specific pillows at this specific price with these specific names? And, it, and you're right. It's not like Sarah. It's not Jessica. Right. It's bizarre names that are very specific to specific missing children. Yeah. The only counter I could say is if this was, in fact, a plot, you would think they would come up with better coding system than that. Like you're not going to use the child's yeah, actual but name. To some degree, you have to let people know that that's that that's what it is. I mm. mean, how else are you going to get get buyers? But it is kind of out in the open. So yeah. 
Well, my favorite moment of the week this week was when uh, when CNN was doing a coronavirus report from California, Southern California, I, I think. And uh, in true California spirit or tradition, a hobo started taking a shit behind the CNN reporter. Check this out. They could have completely filled ICU beds, no more beds available for people in the ICU if the rate keeps continuing like this. And so here in California, you can expect that there may be some new uh, rules that are put in place. (laughs) And she kind of moves (laughs) out of the way to try to block it. And then you got this reporter's face sort of looking a little shocked. Uh, But yes, I do love uh, I do love learning lessons about personal sanitation and wearing masks and all that safety. Well, hobos are literally shitting on the street and we're not going to worry about it because that's their that's their right or or whatever in California's vision of freedom. Do you think that you can get coronavirus from somebody's dookie? Uh, One would assume. I mean, I don't know if you took a big whiff of that shit and that lady has coronavirus. There's got to be some particles or something. That would be so funny. If she got coronavirus from some hobo shit <laughs> while wearing a mask. Well, uh, in another classic moment this week, as the push for uh, mail-in voting this fall continues, remember, there's no evidence whatsoever that there has been, was, ever will be uh, fraud of any kind or foul play associated with mail-in voting at all, except for maybe this evidence in Atlanta, a, a cat, not just any cat, a dead cat was mailed a voter registration card uh and the cat has been dead for over a decade this is a very dead cat in atlanta when ron when ron timms checked his mail wednesday he found something for cody timms cody doesn't get much mail cody is a cat he died 12 years ago the family keeps his ashes in this green container what a great cat indoor outdoor <laughs> Loved his family, loved the neighborhood. He was 18 and a half Great when he cat. passed away. Lovely. So the Tims were surprised and a bit amused when they saw what came in the mail. We have a voter registration application for Cody Tims. It even came with a return envelope. How'd this happen? I mean, it's not reality. He's cat. Here he is. <laughs> And he's been dead for a long time. Carol Timms understands that in this election year, there's a huge push to get people to the polls. There's a huge push, but if they're trying to register cats, I'm not quite sure who else they're trying to register. I don't know if they're registering dogs. Yeah, dogs is probably best case scenario under these circumstances. It probably gets worse. Uh, the cat is also confirmed to have voted for Stacey Abrams, the real governor of Georgia in the 2018 election as well. I'm told the secretary, <laughs> no, um, oh, I was like, what? <laughs> but I'll take that as a compliment to my deadpan delivery. Yeah. The secretary of state's office says the application did not come from their office. They say a third, the third party groups often use mailing lists to get names and addresses. They released a statement to the Secretary of State's office uh, that says third party groups all over the country are targeting Georgia to help uh, register qualified individuals. This group makes you wonder uh, what these out of town activists are really doing. Make no mistake about it. This office is dedicated to investigating all types of fraud. So uh, who knows? Who knows how many cats and dogs are registered in Georgia or elsewhere? Uh, Last thing I wanted to say before we get into the uh, pink polo guy update. There, there was a cartoon 
circulating on Twitter this week. I looked into it. It turns out it's from Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager's documentary, No Safe Spaces, which I have yet to see. But based, uh, it was released last fall, based on on this segment, uh, this social justice warriors uh, action hero or kids cartoon short uh, that's in it. I got I to gotta check out this movie because this is a fantastic piece of work. Victimizers beware The racist and bigots greatest nightmare Social justice warriors Here comes Angela Frey He's always ready to fight fascism With fascism Starbucks windows don't stand a chance Ethic enhancer <laughs> He's a systematic racism finder So I, I don't know where I sign up. Where's the GoFundMe or the Patreon or whatever to make that a full feature series. But I, uh, I want to see, I want to see a full episode. Of yeah. That who's the fat chick? Do you know what, what her, I forget. Ethnic is? enhancer is my favorite one that I saw though. The guy who can <laughs> see racism in anything with his special goggles. Good. Yeah. So that's hopefully, so hopefully that full production coming soon. I'd love to see it anyway. Uh, so the, the pink polo guy, Mark McCloskey and his wife, Patricia famous, of course, for, um, for this particular image of her pointing her, her handgun there, uh, and him standing by with his eighties hip fire AR 15 as well. Remember of course that, the that they, their home was the site of the black lives matter protest at the end of last month where protesters broke down their private gate and passed through the private property signs and allegedly threatened Mark and Patricia and, uh, Mark and Patricia stood armed against them. Of course, uh, this this uh, story now has an update on on Friday evening. Police executed a search warrant on the residence of the couple. Police, in fact, seized the rifle from the residence. And the McCloskey said at the time that the pistol, Patricia's pistol in the photos, was with their uh, attorney and was not at the at, at their home at the time. That pistol has since been surrendered to police on Saturday. Now, it's not currently known what charges uh, St. Louis attorney Kim Gardner will file or uh, if she is if she's even going to file at all. Recall in a statement previously, she had said that she had accused the McCloskey's of a violent assault on peaceful protesters. The St. Louis circuit attorney saying weren't some of them confirmed armed. The allegation from Mark is that he went out to tell these people that it was private property and a guy slapped a mag into a handgun and says, you're next. That That's what he says. But as far as I know, there's no conclusive proof of that. Doesn't matter, though. It's the strength in numbers like their very presence is intimidating because there were a bunch of them there. Yeah. And well, and, and it's certainly not the only element of criminality or intimidation, whether he had a gun and whether he whether one of the. Black Lives Matter protesters had a gun, whether he threatened Mark. There are other elements here, of course. And Missouri, as um, as has been discussed, has one of the broader castle doctrine laws in the country. So Missouri permits the use of lethal force in defense of one's own life, uh, the life of his family and his property. So all of this, if he has reasonable belief that he is facing felony attack. So in this case, not only do you have the allegation of the specific threats, but you also have the damage to the property, which we've seen 
with the right. gate. As far as I know, that was the only damage to the property. But you also have the complicating factor here that it was all on private property, that these Black Lives Matter people were notified this is private property and opted not to leave. As far as I've read, and I'm not a lawyer in Missouri, of course, mere trespass is not considered in Missouri to be, uh, you can't lawfully meet trespass with lethal force under their castle doctrine law. But you have so many elements beyond trespass in this case. Isn't it breaking and entering, perhaps? It looks like what happened is, because the counter footage that everybody shows is, no, they didn't break the gate. They just opened the gate and walked in. And there is footage of that. But the gate's broken. You can break a gate after you walk through it. (laughs) They they broke the gate. And I love that. Remember, we were talking about that earlier. The claim, there was a claim that, uh, that the gate was broken already. That this family and, and all the neighbors in this palatial sure. luxury neighborhood just left a gate broken. Yeah. The quality of their lawn leads me to believe they would not have a gate that was broken. Not for a second. But uh, don't take my word for it. Actually, take the word of the Missouri Attorney General who says he has no idea what the St. Louis Circuit Attorney, Kim Gardner, is thinking. And he accuses her of being a politically motivated actor. I think the story here to watch here is uh, the local prosecutor, uh, Kim Gardner. Kim Gardner uh, has an abysmal record in prosecuting uh, violent crime, has recently uh, released and been complicit in the release of dozens and dozens of inmates who've been charged with violent crimes uh, and has a record of making politically motivated decisions not based on the law. So this is certainly something to watch. Can you give us an idea what kind of charges that uh, prosecutor Kim Gardner may have in mind against this couple? You know, I don't really know um, what's in the mind of Kim Gardner. One important factor here is this was a private street. This was not a public street. The Castle Doctrine in Missouri is pretty expansive. It allows you to defend your life, obviously your family's life, uh, your home, but also your property. And this was on private property. Yeah, so uh, I'd take his word for it. I have no, again, it's unclear if they're even going to bring charges, but if you're not going to bring charges, why are you sending the cops to the house to serve a warrant, to confiscate the property? What about a hate crime against uh, against the Black Lives Matter people or what? No, against this couple. I mean, is it possible that they're going to get charged with a hate crime? I don't see any element of that. At no point have they expressed any sort of racial animosity or anything like that. So I don't know how that would happen. Yeah, but I mean, the, the fact that they're threatening them with anything seems illegal to me. Yeah. So it's not like beyond the pale that they would try to do something like that and act like it's racially motivated. Aren't these people registered Democrats, too? Uh, that turns out to be not true, as far as I understand. Really? I, I, there were people circulating that on Twitter, and it looks like they mistook uh, Mark McCloskey in St. Louis for another Mark McCloskey. In fact, I've seen the opposite, that this guy has contributed to Trump or supported Trump. Not but- that it not that it matters, you know, it doesn't really change who's right in terms of the law. But yeah, I don't, I don't see evidence that they're Democrats, at least that I'm aware. Uh, anyway, so he doesn't have an AR anymore. There's no more pink polo AR, except for a gun store in St. Louis or in the St. Louis area has offered Mark McCloskey a free AR in the meantime. So I hope he takes, I don't know if he's taking up this offer or not. This is uh, what's the name of this shop. It's alien armory tactical. They've offered a free AR to Mark and Patricia McCloskey. I don't know if they've accepted the offer, but if you Excellent. you look at this build that's on their wall, it's a very alien-looking AR build, like metallic purple, green, and blue. Uh, I, I hope the next time I see Mark McCloskey defending his property, it's with this 
this setup, this very modern or futuristic AR setup. We'll see if he decides to take up that offer. And then also uh, a whole bunch of members of Congress, Republican members of Congress have written a letter to U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr. And they they're writing in support of the rights of the McCloskey's worried that the prosecution of them will chill uh, uh, Americans from defending themselves in the future. Uh, the, the letter reads in part, quote, charges against this couple will have a chilling effect on the entire nation, uh, sending the message that American citizens no longer have the right to protect themselves uh, at their own homes. So good to see some members of Congress. Uh, getting involved and, and, and speaking up on this important issue. I don't know. Uh, Bill Barr has, has been uh, outspoken on a lot of these local issues as they relate to coronavirus and as they relate to black lives matter riots and all this. So I don't know what, if anything, Bill Barr would do, but uh, we'll see what happens. This will still be a very interesting prosecution. If there, if the charges come to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, the repercussions for an incorrect ruling are going to be widespread. Um, people have to feel like they should be able to defend themselves or their property or there's going to be anarchy brewing under the surface. Yeah. And and the pursuit of all of these people who have been put into positions where they have to defend themselves uh, uh, continues. Specifically with this this Michigan couple at chipotle was it was it just last week we watched that footage it seems like a while ago but probably was, was last two week's weeks ago? show uh anyway you'll recall this is the wustenbergs i believe apology for mispronunciation if i if i have but that was the viral video we saw on the show where uh jillian wustenberg the the mom here bumped into a black family at chipotle this is in the detroit area and the black mom and daughters accused jillian of being racist and they threatened to beat her ass and her husband's ass, their white ass, in fact, as I recall. And the and then the 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 Wustenbergs tried to leave the scene in their car, and the black the black mother stood behind their car and then hit their car. At that point, Jillian got out and pulled her gun and told them to back off, pointing her gun at the um I guess she pointed the gun. I thought she had pointed the gun at the mom, but this reads that she had pointed it at the daughter. Maybe both. I can't recall. The 15-year-old daughter? I'm pretty sure it was the mom. This headline says uh, Jillian Wustenberg pointed gun at 15-year-old girl, but she pointed her gun at, you know, the, the party, generally. Uh, anyway, as, as we mentioned prior, they're both charged with aggravated assault, Eric and Jillian Wustenberg, potentially facing four years in prison each. The concealed carry permits they held uh, have now been forfeited for the time being. Both Eric and Jillian have also been fired from their jobs. He worked, <gasps> he was uh, like a veteran services coordinator at Oakland University, an area, an area college. And she worked for Hallmark. They, they also have four boys together. And, and I'm, I'm not, I'm still not clear if she's pregnant now. She may be. She was gesturing as though she was pregnant. I have never in my life talked to somebody with my hand on my belly until I was pregnant. Yeah, it, it could be. In any I'm case, almost positive she's pregnant. They have plenty of mouths to feed. Uh, but the, and the couple, of course, they're going to face uh, a very serious legal battle. And so they had been fundraising on GoFundMe. They had a couple GoFundMe campaigns. Those were banned within like a day. In fact, as soon as we were off the air on Sunday or maybe Monday morning, people had sent me their GoFundMe had been banned. So almost immediately. And GoFundMe, of course, cited violations for their terms of service, whatever that means. I, I don't know. I'm unclear on GoFundMe's terms. Can you not? raise money for legal defense on GoFundMe. That seems to me like there's got to be tons and tons 
of legal defense cases. Oh, um, no, you definitely can. It's the nature of this case. Well, then, so what's GoFundMe doing? Picking and choosing about which crimes are eligible for fundraising? Which yeah, sorts of accusations? Yeah, they've been doing this for years now. Uh, the, uh... Well, the the Wustenbergs have have not been silent, um, and and I will say that about the um, the McCloskeys in St. Louis too. They both have gone out there. None of them chose this attention, but they've all gone out there to put their faces in the media and to defend themselves with the help of their lawyers. And man, for somebody who's not a public figure, just thrust into that sort of public light where everyone is inclined right. to hate you and thinks that you're racist and all this, I have a lot of admiration for that courage one and for standing on the principle of defending yourself and defending your family and defending your property so they did a few media interviews this week you can check those out Uh, i will encourage you if you're interested in this story to check out their interview on the active self-protection channel they actually did an hour-long interview and explained all the ins and outs of the story so if you want to hear that i will link it in the description but the other thing they explained in this interview is how you can help them out if you would like to. I know a lot of people in our audience had emailed me about helping families like this who might need it when they're facing a self-defense, when they're facing self-defense litigation. And uh, they've set up a website where you can support them. But this is what their attorney had to say about it. Some of our watchers are going to want to help. They're going to want to help with uh, your mounting legal bills and those kinds of things. So how are they going to do that? Folks can go to standwithjillian.com. Jillian was with uh, two L's, and there'd be an opportunity there to make a donation. It certainly would be helpful in this case. As you mentioned, Eric has uh, lost his job as a result of this. Employers will cave to a media narrative when people really get angry about these things, and they hear, oh, well, there's racism involved. You know, everybody should lose their job in our cancel culture. But uh, they, they still have to provide for their family. Yeah, so you can go to stand with Black Jillian. Attorney. That was smart. Ah, pro move. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually do speak a lot themselves in this interview, too, if you want to check it out. Uh, it's not just their attorneys stopping them from saying anything interesting. They speak at will uh, for a good length of time. And I, I've sent a contribution to them. I would encourage you, if you care about maintaining self-defense rights, uh, check out standwithjillian.com and, uh, and help that family out. Because you... Remember, this is just them walking out of Chipotle and bumping into someone. Okay, that could be yeah. you any day ever. So if you care about being protected in that sort of scenario, this is the sort of thing that I think we got to take a stand on personally. Uh, meanwhile, more prosecutions and, and all this. The, um, <laughs> the, we didn't actually get to talk about this on the show. It kind of got buried in our stack of news. But you'll recall this, uh, the so-called Central Park Karen. Remember her? She went after the black bird watcher guy. And the reality of that story was really a meeting of two Karens, as far as I'm concerned. It was the black bird watcher guy mad that she didn't have her dog on the leash. So as I understand the fact pattern, he he told her to put her dog on the leash. She She said no. He tried to coax the dog over with some kind of treat, which seems really inappropriate to me. That he just had in his pocket. Why? Yeah. And then she started joking her dog because reasons and called the NYPD or called 911 and says, I'm going to tell them that there's a black man attacking me. And because she's a she's a good leftist, she believes that the NYPD will come to Central Park and execute this man immediately. But it (laughs) it didn't happen. And now uh, she, she went through a whole ordeal. She got fired and all that. But now she's actually facing charges. Uh, she is now, uh, 
She's faced with a false police report charge, a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in jail. She's scheduled to be arraigned on October 14th. If convicted, she's likely to receive a conditional discharge or be sentenced to uh, community service or counseling rather than jail time. So we probably won't see uh, much punishment for her. But man, what a what a weird story. They're taking it to the next level in San Francisco, though, where they're going to not just criminalize false 911 calls or false police reports, but racially motivated false 911 calls or police reports in what the San Francisco, uh, well, this is the proposed city ordinance from Supervisor Shaman Walton. And the name of the act is the Caution Against Racially Exploitative Non-Emergencies or the Karen with a C act. No, this cannot be real. This is, this is what they're doing, I guess. This would this would punish 911 calls motivated by bias. There is, in fact, a similar state law proposed in Sacramento as well. Now, to me, this is idiotic one, and, and it's got to be unconstitutional too, but I say that as a layman and not a lawyer. If you... <laughs> If you it's it's idiotic for the same reason that hate crimes are idiotic. If you if you falsely call 911 on someone because you hate their haircut or you hate the stupid clothes that they're wearing or because they're fat or whatever because you don't like them because of their politics, why should that be more or less of a crime than if you call the cops on them because they're black? Right. And also, when would it ever apply except for in cases like this where you have some idiot leftist saying, "I'm going to call the cops on you because you're black." How else would you know? It has to be stated outright, yeah, which is, which is an almost never occurrence. But on the on the constitutional subject, it seems to me that this is punishment for a particular perspective. If if I call the cops because I think you have a stupid looking face, and I say I'm calling the cops on you because you have a stupid looking face, versus I'm calling the cops on you because your face is the wrong color, same crime, different perspective. How can you justify punishing one of those? more harshly because of the perspective that motivated it seems unconstitutional to me. Yeah. But is that going to be a hindrance from passing stupid laws? I don't think the constitution is going to serve to protect us anymore, irrespective of whether or not it's uh, unconstitutional, which it clearly is. And of course a challenge like that would have to make it all this, all the way to the Supreme court anyway. And I have a hard time believing, well, I guess, I guess maybe not the court, passes up important cases in favor of stupid ones all the time. So maybe something like that would. The day that the Supreme Court hears the Karen Act from San Francisco will be a great day in meme history, but who knows if we'll ever see that. No, my constitution. I thought it was going to protect us all. Alas, <laughs> here we are. Well, it definitely goes to San Francisco to die. That's that's a fair thing to say, too. Uh, a little bit of um, of good news. Remember that Macy's attack that we walked uh, that we watched a few weeks ago? I do. This is positive. It was. Uh, are you surprised by this news? Or yeah. Okay. Uh, two. You'll recall two black brothers attacked a white Macy's employee and accused him without any evidence of uh, calling them the N word, as though that justify that if he called them the N word, that would justify the physical assault on him anyway. But okay. At the time, a Macy's internal investigation said no such slur utterance ever happened. Now, Demir Canel Palmer, this is the 18-year-old seen in the beating, uh, seen beating the employee in the video, has been arrested and charged with felony assault. Now, okay. that's uh, that's good news. That is a serious charge. I think he faces up to 10 years in prison. Some side, uh, a couple side notes on this story. Authorities do not plan to charge his brother who took the video. 
since they don't believe that he committed a crime. Mm. Interesting. Can you witness a crime and not intervene while documenting it? I guess we should know from the uh, Georgia case, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it seems to me the that the person not that even... taped in the Georgia case was was uh, charged with a crime. And they were they're saying that he was an active participant in the murder to some degree. You're talking about Ahmad Arbery, right? Mm-hmm. This it seems odd to me to argue that the brother had no role. Like, how could he not be some kind of accessory to it or something? Right. He wasn't just a guy there who happened to stumble upon the beating. He was an active participant in the confrontation of this guy, though maybe he didn't hit him himself. I'm a little surprised to see the brother have no charge whatsoever, but that's what they're going with. And prosecutors also say there's not enough evidence to support a hate crime charge. So no hate crime in this case. I have a hard time Mm. believing that were the races reversed, that would be the case. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, hate crime legislation is uh, retarded, but if it's going to be used when a crime is committed on black people, they clearly should be doing it in reverse. hundred percent. It's got to be equally applied. However, mm. it certainly However is not always equally applied. Forever. This, have you ever seen a hate crime against a white person? I think we've had a few examples. It's hard for me to think off the top of my head, but I remember generally crediting a few stories that we've encountered on the show with you just about the actual proper application of hate crime laws when it's applied to anti-white bias, which does happen. What about that black guy that threw that little kid off of the balcony at Mall of America? I don't know if that was ever prosecuted as a hate crime. Of course, he was convicted. That's good. But I don't know if it was a hate crime. Speaking of uh, Minneapolis, though, uh, this George Floyd update, I think, is very significant. And you're not going to hear anyone talk about it. But we have some of the transcripts now of the body cam footage of officers Thomas Lane and Alexander King. These are two of the cops in the George Floyd case um, and the transcripts have now been released. So these are, it's not Derek Chauvin who did the kneeling on the neck of George Floyd, but two of those officers who are now being prosecuted for standing by and not intervening. Uh, this, the transcripts of these, uh, of their body cam footage is very important for filling in the gaps of the footage and figuring out exactly what happened to George Floyd. So in this transcript, there are a lot of revelations and, uh, there's something like 50 pages, one of them. So, you can't cover it all, but a few things to note. Uh, George Floyd was tripping out of his mind. Like this guy was yeah. out of his mind on drugs, literally on fo- fentanyl, right? Fent- yeah, apparently. And, and meth, right? And he was That's a terrible combination of drugs. And he was foaming at the mouth. Like Alexander King is asking him, <laughs> you got foam around your mouth, dude. Like, and Alexander King is saying, you're acting really erratic. There's a lot of pieces in this transcript that imply that because in the footage, all we've seen is George Floyd not really resisting. It never looked like he was resisting or being non-compliant. A lot of the transcript here suggests that there was some non-compliance or at least erratic behavior going on that the cops were having trouble getting under control. And because George Floyd is tripping out of his mind, he's actually complaining the whole time about respiratory distress. He's saying, I can't breathe. I'm choking. He actually asks to lay on the ground. And this is before the officers apply force to put him on the ground before any of the kneeling. He's saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. They're saying, come on, man, just get in the cop car. Like we'll, we'll get, we'll get you taken care of. He says, no, no, please. I want to lay on the ground because I'm tripping out of my mind and I can't breathe. 
Oh no. And he even says at one point, like George Floyd is saying, listen, I just had coronavirus. I can't breathe. I can't. He, George Floyd referenced coronavirus asking the cops to get on the ground and they're trying to get him into the cop car. So we've been wondering when watching the footage so far, we, we there's, there's surveillance footage of them kind of walking him over to the car and he doesn't seem resistant though. He's stumbling around and it looks like he's high out of his mind. And then we've been wondering why didn't they just put him in the cop car? It looks like he was not particularly enthused about getting in the cop car. And he was in fact begging, please, I would love to lay on the ground face down because I'm choking and I'm high out of my mind. Yikes. Well, he still is our speedball hero, isn't he? <laughs> ending, ending coronavirus panic across. We across thought, the but that's not the case. There's plenty more to go around. <laughs> he was a temporary hero. Now, of course, qualification, qualification. Does this exonerate the cops? Not necessarily, but maybe it, <laughs> it might. It does mean that this is much more complicated than cold blooded murder, which is how we're all presented it and what we're supposed to believe there's going to be more information coming out on this case guaranteed. I, I mean, that's why I've been warm to the George Floyd tinfoil the whole time. What we see in the footage flat out does not make sense. Officers don't pose for the camera while choking people out like that. That's just not a thing. So, so we'll see uh, lots more information is going to come out in that case as well. Very strange. I still don't know why they would kneel on his neck. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of mysteries that remain. Do we have body cam footage? Where did this transcript come from? It's it came from, from body the body cam, cam footage. footage of Are those we ever two gonna officers. Get that? One would assume after the investigation or after the, the prosecution. After but every black dominant city is burned to the ground, then <laughs> we will get this body after cam After the narrative has fully realized its potential, then yeah, really. the facts will come in and we'll realize a lot of it was bunk. And but the one piece of good news coming out of Minneapolis in this entire thing, we mentioned it before, the mayor of Minneapolis, the governor of Minnesota were both asking for federal disaster relief after they allowed their city, multiple city blocks to be burned down, including their own police precinct. Uh, we mentioned last week the governor of Minnesota had asked for $15 million from FEMA to clean up all that riot mess. Well, a FEMA spokesperson has, uh, well, FEMA denied the request, thank God, and a spokesperson has said the agency has determined that the damage was something local and state governments could handle on their own. This was a disaster by choice of Minnesota politicians. You break it, you buy it, not a damn dime from the rest of us. So I'm glad to see that this is how that's going to end. Disaster. Uh, you also, we've been saying it for weeks, but you you got out of Seattle just in time because it turns out turns out that post Chaz Seattle is basically going to be just Chaz Seattle everywhere, not in a localized neighborhood. Uh, seven out of nine Seattle City Council members, this is a veto-proof majority on the Seattle City Council, now say they support cutting the city police department's budget by fifty percent. So if you thought there were too many cops at Chaz, don't worry. There'll be far fewer in the future. Seattle is also doing its best to uh, purge all these menacing white people from the city employment and payroll, or at least get all these menacing whites in line with the, uh, with the program. It was reported this week that the city held a racially segregated employee training session aimed specifically at white staffers, instructing them to, quote, undo their whiteness in order to be held accountable by people of color. This, according to documents obtained through a public records request, the city also reportedly asked white staffers to give up 
the land and give up their guaranteed physical safety in order to be an ally for racial justice. So allow the mobs to beat you for racial. I, I don't know what that means. Can I undo my whiteness by doing blackface? <laughs> that's I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, one of our people of color overlords. That's a that's a technical question. And then let them beat me and then give them my house. Is that and somehow it won't be enough. It will not be enough. You will still have Mm. more for which to atone. No, I'm sure they'll accept me into their community and the left will forgive me for all the things I've said once I do that. They are known for their forgiveness. Yeah. (laughs) Lastly, on this topic, uh, in New York, Bill de Blasio was out uh, painting Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower. Uh, you know, that, that'll get that evil drumfler. He's done this time in, uh, in discussing that effort with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. De Blasio said that most gatherings we're used to, like uh, like parades or fairs in the summer, those can't happen because of coronavirus. But if you want to protest for Black Lives Matter, well, this is the moment for change. So uh, so we have to respect that. Here's Bill de Blasio. Store concerts and it means things like parades. You know, things that here in the city can mean not just thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. It's just not time for that now. What about protests? If people want to march down Fifth Avenue, are they going to be allowed to do so? Look, Wolf, this is always an area of real sensitivity. If you're just talking about health, we would always say, hey, folks, you know, stay home if you can. But we understand at this moment in history, people are talking about the need for historic changes. I mean, today, in New York City, you know, recognizing the power and the meaning of the message Black Lives Matter, which we did in front of Trump Tower today. Uh, this is a historic moment of change. We have to respect that, but also say to people, the, the kinds of gatherings we're used to, the, the parades, the fairs, we just can't have that while we're focusing on health right now. Okay. Uh, also unconstitutional. You can't allow or disallow certain behaviors or events or gatherings based, based on, on the political orientation. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that's, okay. That's we'll that. Man, there's just something like you would think that I know this seems irrelevant, but you would think that sexual strategy would prevent men from acting like this. Like when I saw him talking about that, I actually had a visceral reaction to seeing a man acquiesce in such a degrading way. I know he's married and stuff, but you think that like men wouldn't be doing stuff that makes no women want to fuck them, right? I guess it must work. I don't I don't know. Or maybe this is a positive sexual strategy because it gets all these fat leftists going. <laughs> it must. It must. I, I don't know. I, it, it's working for Bill de Blasio, I guess. Somehow he's become uh, so backwards. The mayor of the is country. Is nobody else disgusted city. by this? Does anybody else see men do this? And they're like, oh, I can't imagine ever voting for something you? like that. And I also get a kick that he thinks. That, that Trump or Trump supporters, I think Trump tweeted about this in all fairness, like, yeah, that's dumb or whatever Trump said. But who who is actually uh, like triggered or bothered in the way that he's describing like Trump's going to see that and go, no, I think black lives don't matter. This is outrageous. And at the end of the day, you're just marking up public property. My favorite part about all of these Black Lives Matter murals as they're being characterized, you're just painting Black Lives Matter in the street that yeah. in many cities, people other people, competing people, people who disagree or don't agree with what's going on with Black Lives Matter, have gone and painted back over it. And then the headlines read, um, Black Lives Matter mural 
vandalized. Defaced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know that the mural, the initial mural was the vandalism, right? Alternative headline, not... vandalism cleaned up. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Is Babylon uh, B on this yet? They, they can't, uh, even they can't outright reality at this point. They, they got stiff competition. Before we take a break, I would like to hear this story about this mom who was murdered apparently over some Black Lives Matter disagreement or debate or whatever. What's the story here? An Indianapolis mother shot and killed along the canal. I don't know if that is some market area or some. I don't know anything about Indianapolis. I don't think I've been there. So uh, this was the second homicide in the area um, this week. So according to her family, the shooting started over some racially charged language. Um, her name was Jessica Doty Whitaker, and she had a son. Um, her fiance, Jose Ramirez, said she sh- shouldn't have lost her life. She, got a, she had a three-year-old son she loved dearly. And according to him, he and the victim and two other people were hanging out along the canal when someone in their group said the N-word with an A. A slang version of the N-word. Oh, so he wasn't even saying like, you people over there, you guys are N-words. He might have been saying sup N-word, like talking to his friends. Yeah, conversationally, yeah. yeah. Um, And then they were confronted by this group of strangers. There was a little argument. I believe this was in the middle of the night, so I wouldn't be surprised if alcohol was involved, although that's pure conjecture. Sure. Um, And then the fiance says that the Black Lives Matter groups uh shouted black lives matter and either whitaker or someone in her group replied all lives matter and eventually the two sides separated because they realized that they were both armed okay (laughs) the groups then fist bumped and walked away from each other so it sounded like they had resolved it and then minutes later um somebody opened fire and killed her and ran away okay and we know that person is from that group it's presumed we don't have an identity on that person or do we? No, not yet. Um, okay. And Jose Ramirez says uh, it was squash and they went up the hill and and left. We thought that they were sitting on St. Clair waiting for us to come out of the bridge. And that's when she was shot. And then he returned fire, but he did not hit anybody. He being Jose. Yeah. Okay. So we, we know for sure that the murder happened, right? That's, that's undisputed. We just, the rest of the claims about the nature of the dialogue that led up to it, uh, is um, you know just people's claims at this point. We don't have any kind right. of footage or anything. But like to be that, clear, but... uh, I don't care if words were exchanged and they resulted in a murder. Like they better have been like, "I'm going to kill you imminently" or something oh, like sure. that. Oh, sure, yeah. I don't even like even if it was the hard R racist N word. That's not justification true, don't care. for yeah. for murder. Uh, it, in, in fairness, the nature of the of the conversation here. We'll have to see how that plays out. But the other side of this is imagine the reverse scenario like MAGA hat Trump. We'll talk about this in the hoax hate later. MAGA hat Trump people have confrontational conversation with Black Lives Matter people. They fist bump. And then one of the Black Lives Matter people ends up murdered shortly thereafter. Is that crickets or is that megaphone all over the media media for the entire week? You know the answer. You're not going to hear a damn peep about this. I, in fact, the only place I've seen it is is uh, Cassandra Fairbanks at, at Gateway Pundit, and she is uh, she's getting a lot of her facts from local Fox. Yeah. But other than that, I've seen zero national media coverage on this story. Some of the facts still need to be substantiated, but this is this is a major story that nobody seems to give two shits about. I know it's absurd.
Um, it must be that time. I hear the baby crying. Uh, do I have 15 minutes? Can I feed her for 15 minutes? Um, yeah, we could, we could take a break, uh, and I will catch up with, uh, with super chat in the meantime. Okay. I will be back at seven ten. Okay. Sounds good. Well, uh, thank you guys for your patience with blonde's availability. Of course, let's, uh, let's see what's going on over on the old, uh, D live. I'll try to mix it up. So D live and uh, Streamlabs get their due attention. I know you guys often get overshadowed with super chat. So thanks for uh, checking out the show on D live and thanks for hanging out on Streamlabs as well. I'm going to open the treasure chest over on, uh, over on D live. So sit tight there if you're watching and uh, let's check in with Streamlabs for now. Let's see what we got. Um, okay. Cameron, uh, Cameron says, uh, so you can, Oh wait, this is, uh, no, that's right. Cameron says, so you can legally defend your property from rioters, donate to Democratic campaigns and support BLM. But if you're white, the police will take your guns. Uh, better go out in a blaze of glory than lick the boot, which is stomping on your face. Yeah, we, we need uh, legal wins in these cases for sure. And that's that's why I'm saying it's we got to we got to help out the people who are in these spots, because as far as I'm concerned, especially with the Wustenbergs, you know, I don't live in a palatial estate like the uh, I, I hope i do one day i'm not saying that dismissively good good for you for living in the sort of house that the uh, mccloskeys do um but i am saying the wustenberg story is a story that i could see myself that could happen to me any day uh and and so that's why i think you got to support these people who who uh need it they got to they got to win their legal battle one and they got to take care of their kids too uh and their kids now have two jobless parents unjustifiably so hoping for good outcomes for them Thanks, Cameron. Uh, Dr. Jonathan says, in honor of her birthday and my doctorate, my wonderful sister Joanna, who was forcibly converted into a fan. That's right. I think we, I think we uh, heard about Joanna prior, did we not? Uh, and I, you guys beat the uh, Democrats to Mount Rushmore. Now we just need to beat them in November. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I, I hate to vote that way, like voting pure prevent on keeping Democrats out of power, but I, I share the, I share the goal, man. These people just can't, they can't have an ounce of it, or we're going to be in trouble. Uh, and, and shout out to Joanna. Thanks for tuning in. Mike DeWine's a uh, shit eating grin. Sorry to hear the Supreme court turned Montana into a theocracy due to those tax cr- tax credits or whatever. Uh, the blue check marks were crying about good thing. You started to find uh, God lest you be burnt at the monthly heathen burning spaghetti dinner. I didn't follow that case, but yeah, there was, um, wasn't the Montana case, the one about uh, school choice and religious schools or taxpayer money going to religious schools. I, I have to plead a little bit of ignorance on that one. I did not follow that story particularly closely. Crypto crook says, Matt, just in case you're looking for an alternative source for biblical lectures, I'd highly recommend the latest season of uh, Jordan Peterson's podcast. There he explores the Bible from a very, uh, from very practical standpoints. Yeah, maybe I, I actually have not listened to his podcast. So if there was anybody who was able to bring these concepts to me in a, in a consumable way, he, he might be the guy for sure. Uh, Paul Borberly says after his banning atheism is unstoppable has moved over to censored.tv to follow him there. Use coupon code AIU uh, or all your subscription will go to Gavin McInnes. People on Patreon or subscribe star will receive links to videos as well. Well, that's good to hear that he has found uh, a place to be. Of course, atheism is unstoppable. One of Susan's victims last week and, um, and censored TV sounds like they got some good names over there. So, if you want to check him out, definitely head over that way. 
Radicus says, uh, I would have to say that the conviction of a citizen for protecting their property is the line. We aren't England. Uh, there's no justification for any charges. Then again, let these cities burn. Big cities that can't maintain order need to end. Big igloo. Yeah, I, I, I agree that the McCloskey case and the Wusenberg case, both of these cases are very, very important in terms of what our values are as a country, what it means to be an American, uh, and what we believe fundamentally. And if these go the wrong way, if you don't have a base level right to defend your property or defend your life or your family from explicit threats claimed in the McCloskey case, on tape in the Wustenberg in the Wustenberg case, remember, I will beat your white ass. That was explicitly stated. And if you listen to the Wustenbergs in that interview, you get a better idea that Jillian was was trapped. Like the way that the family surrounded that car and then blocked the car from moving. They, they, they trapped those people with threats. What else do you expect when you give someone no option to leave and tell them you're going to beat them? At that point, that is squarely a, a defensive scenario. So I agree. These, these have to go the right way. Uh, RP Gigachad says, another racially motivated 911 call uh, act has been making the rounds uh, to my own that is very similar to the Karen Act. Local politicians are wanting to pass the don't intervene. <laughs> don't, I, was, I had to read this carefully because I thought, am I going to get in trouble? But it didn't start with an N. So that's a good start. Local politicians are wanting to pass the don't intervene nor deter unlawfulness act. Thank you for that. Van says, if someone blew up Trump Tower uh, now, would they be charged with a hate crime for defacing a Black Lives Matter monument? They probably would. That would be a 2020 headline. For sure. Thank you guys on uh, Streamlabs. Let's check in with uh, Super Chat. See what you guys are saying. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's always confusing to navigate this because uh, Susan has changed all the behind the scenes stuff, but I can never actually tell where it starts because Susan says today's stream was on July 8th. Uh, last I checked, uh, today is the 12th, but uh, hey, good job. Uh, thanks, Susan. Uh, much appreciated. Always improving the product. Holden Mulray says, uh, hi, truth seekers. Uh, regarding the idea that the U.S. was built on slavery, I think the North had a had three times the population of the South and 10 times the industrial base in 1860. Much wealth of the Old South was destroyed in the Civil War, I assume. Uh, last what percent of the U.S. was built since 1865? I mean, even that last question, yeah. Is, are, are we to believe that construction in the United States uh, ended in, in, 18, in the 1860s? Because a lot's been built since then in every single state in the Union without, without slave labor. A lot of the best stuff. In fact, there's probably not much from 1860 that's still standing at all. So definitely uh, good points. Michael uh, ATW says, uh, you see the story about a 30-year-old who allegedly died of woo flu and was quoted on their deathbed saying they thought it was a hoax. <laughs> Doc was busy writing screenplays instead of using the ventilator. I did not hear that story, so I'll have to check it out. That sounds like a, one I would want to read about. We will, of course, talk coronavirus when Blonde gets back here. And uh, some, some interesting things uh, about coronavirus, not just, not just the boring numbers, I promise. Uh, Son of the Wolf says, uh, starting three back-to-back 84 work, 84 hour work weeks. Wow. Tomorrow, not going to catch y'all live for, oh, back-to-back 84 work weeks. Does that mean hours or just 84 
weeks of work in a row. In any case, he's working a lot. Can't catch you live for a while, so here's some extra shekels for the sanity safe space. Well, we appreciate the support for the show, of course. Uh, I am not going to be niggardly. Waco the Kid says publicly apologizing to Laurel. What did you do to Laurel? I wonder. Uh, Grumbledore says a poem for Chaz. Summer's in the air and love was spinning round. Twere good times for all until they hit the ground. Yeah, R.I.P. Chaz. But like I was saying, pretty soon all of Seattle is going to be Chaz. So uh, the celebration and the love and the festival, those will all resume. Boogeyman917 says, hello to my favorite podcast duo on the YouTubes. Cheers. Well, thank you for supporting the show and thanks for keeping us on the air for one more night. You never know when the day of the Susan is going to come, but we're here tonight. And uh, thanks for keeping us on the air. I-B-B-O... Ibot PN? I'm sorry, I don't know how to say this. Uh, invest this contribution in the dead cat market and keep this keep that sanity safe space coming. Uh, good time to uh, to have a lot of dead cats, I guess. Yeah. Thanks I am not going to be niggardly. Pittsburgh says, uh, "Hope you get paid for the commercials I sat through." Uh, Epoch Times hashtag. Take a look at this. I know they have some. I use ad blocker, uh, but. Sometimes I'm using a different browser and it doesn't have an ad blocker in it. And I have noticed that um, I always thought it was Epic Times, but I guess it's Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H. Uh, they have some good work over there, by the way. But anyway, they have epically or epochly long, uh, very, very long uh, ads for sure, uh, like four minute long ones. So if you're sitting through all those, uh, I don't know if that helps me out, but uh, I assume it does. Susan controls these things. So thanks for thanks for supporting the show. David Blackstone says tinfoil hat theory. The, me- the reason Matt hasn't been ba- uh, banned yet is because he made a tech company, Patreon, bend over and rammed them so hard they sent a mass email to all their friends in tech saying, don't mess with this guy. I would like to believe that's true, but I'm sure it's not. Uh, seriously speaking, after that Patreon incident, I never received communication from Patreon again. I thought for sure once I released that transcript that they would ban my Patreon account. They never did. I voluntarily left Patreon a month after that. I closed my own account. I've never heard from anyone at Patreon ever again. And so I don't know. I don't know what their behind the scenes communication was. I don't know who they talked to. I don't, and to this day, I don't know why Patreon came to me thinking that I was going to that after they screwed all of us over in the way that they did, that I would play ball with them and be nice and try to earn their favor. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. To this day, it's one of the greatest mysteries in my entire YouTube career, why they came to me and what they expected. I'll never know. Eric J says, when I see these rioters, I get truly disgusted that these people were born in our country and truly question whether the sacrifice of veterans like my friends and grandfather was truly worth it. Well, that's a that's a that's a near black pilled thought, but I, I I have to admit that I share it, and I do think that uh, to the extent that uh, that there are a lot of our generation who has made serious sacrifice in 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 war and through other ways for sure. So I don't mean to diminish what our generation has contributed in that regard, but certainly past generations have contributed a ton. They've stormed the beaches, they've built this country, they've endured the serious struggles of the past to build what we have today, and the trade off in our end of that bargain is that we maintain a country that is worth that sort of sacrifice. That's a really good deal for us, actually, in terms of what we get. All we have to do is appreciate it. And we're consistently failing to do that. 
And that is very upsetting. I agree. Fake name McGee says, I don't care if the Phoenix ammo guy has a monocle and a top hat. If he keeps selling me good ammo for cheap, I'll buy from that monopoly, man. <laughs> it's really good for bulk ammo. Yeah. I, uh, I, I shoot uh, Phoenix all the time. If I can, if I can get some five, five, six and some uh, nine mil from the dude, it's uh thankfully I still have some in the, um, in my supply, but, uh, but he's pumping out as much as he can. I know he's actually got some new equipment. So I, I think they're uh, improving production times over at Phoenix. But yeah, uh, Justin and his crew are good guys, not only making a good product, but uh, in it for the right reasons and committed to the principles behind the product too. So thanks for supporting their business. Ryan Haas says, uh, shout out to Jennifer Molly Pudi for putting timestamps on the Sunday show. You're the real MVP. Do we have someone doing that? I, if that's true, I've, I, uh, I appreciate that very much. That's one of those little administrative things that honestly, given all the things I have to do, I just I just don't have the time for it. So Jennifer, if you're doing that, you have a uh, a salute from us and that is much appreciated. And it sounds like Ryan and the rest of the audience appreciates it as well. So thank you. Black Magic says, all I'm saying is that if your house is infested with cockroaches and you find, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, well, this is, this is just good. This is, in fairness, this is good homeowner or property management advice that I, I don't think I can read. Uh, but yes, I agree that if your home is uh, infested with um, with pests, you are morally obligated to call the exterminator and take care of the uh, the pests that are destroying your property. <laughs> I don't see why good home maintenance is offensive. <laughs> You're really trying to get me there, man. Well done. Europa Chronicles says, my cross-country retirement trip from Maryland to Bozeman is almost complete. I am listening to the show from Sioux Falls, North Dakota. Matt, I sent you an email. I owe you a beer. I'm a little bit behind on my emails, so um, I will certainly start checking them and responding tomorrow morning. But yeah, if you're headed uh, to this part of the country, uh, then the offer is good for anybody. Send me an email, and uh, if the time works out, I'm happy to uh, to say hi at least, and if time allows, we can... Uh, we can go grab a beer or something like that. Thanks for supporting the show. R S U N I R soon R soon in V go with that. Can't watch tonight, but remember we're all in this together. Just like Jim Jones followers in Guyana. <laughs> That's true. Thank you for supporting the show. I Much am not going to be niggardly. My, uh, you ate Quiltis. My fiance is black and from Detroit. She's not very politically engaged default liberal type. I'm going to make a parlor account and use that as my main article posting social media from now on. Lol. Are, are you saying you're worried about her discovering your social media or I guess I don't understand the connection there, but um, that's a good time for me to say uh, I'm also on parlor. If uh, parlor is your preferred social media, I did set that up a week or two back uh, at ML Christensen. Same as my Twitter account. If you prefer to find my stuff and this show on parlor, you can do that and good luck with a political peace in your relationship. Long Dong John says, I have plenty of things to say regarding the all lives matter shooting. Most of them start with the letter N. I hope that means that you're saying nice things. Ziggy shrugged says, good job, Matt and blonde. Matt, you were mentioned on the vlog of Viva Fry with Robert Barnes last night. They paid you a good compliment on your YouTube post Saturday morning. Uh, blonde. Well, that, that's nice to hear. I have great admiration for both of those guys. So, uh, maybe we should, uh, I know people have been asking for Honest, some kind of yeah. collaboration. Oh, you're back. 
Hi. I gave you a, I gave you a, when you have to step out, I put a new technical difficulties thing up for you. Do Bi- you? Biological imperative. Please stand by <laughs> is, is what it says now. So Fair enough. Uh, t- sprucing up the look of the show a little bit. But the point is I can't see you when you come in. So you got to tip me off. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Ziggy shrugged was saying, uh, that, uh, that I was mentioned with Viva Fry and Robert Barnes, and I have great admiration for both of those guys. So I know people have been saying we need to cooperate, so maybe I can make that happen. Uh, Blonde, hope your little one is doing well. Be blessed. Thank you. Rocky Mountain Monk says, hey, Matt, did you notice that pink polo guy is left-handed and holding the AR against his chest? If you fired, uh, where would the spent shell go? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm sure he's not holding it so tight that like it's it's not going to eject. But yeah, he's probably going to get some brass, maybe down his uh, pink polo cleavage there or something like that. Anyway, uh, should I do a few? I think we're we're in pretty good shape. So why don't we get okay. back into some topics? Uh, thanks for, thanks for supporting the show guys. And we will, um, we'll come back to this momentarily. Thanks for your patience as well. Let's see. What do we have up? Oh, of, of course, uh, coronavirus bore time. No, uh, <laughs> coronavirus fear porn, of course, continues because, uh, it's never, ever going to stop. We mentioned uh, we've gone through this, the latest narratives about cases in the last few weeks, cases. Now the preferred metric instead of deaths or hospitalizations, of course. Why? Because cases are in fact increasing. The news today, the fear news of the day, the fear mongering of the day is that Florida has set a daily state record for cases, some 15,000 today, uh, cases (laughs) identified in Florida. So that's to be clear on what that record means. The most in any state in a day is now Florida now holds that record, but never mind that we're also setting testing records every day. We're not, you know, that's a that's a uh, secondary piece of the story. Never mind that cases are skewing younger, as we've talked about, and therefore not as severe. Never mind that our hospitals are not overwhelmed. Now, in fairness, we had been hearing the corona terrorists say that the death spike is coming, you buffoon, it's coming, it's coming after the case spike. You'll see, you'll see, corona apocalypse is upon us. It is true that the corona death count has had a multi-day upswing in the last four to five days. And you will see that reported. And that is actually accurate. We're looking at the seven day rolling average here. However, as with all coronavirus statistics, let's put this in perspective. The seven day rolling average of deaths is still today. The seven day moving average is 723. That puts it on par national deaths, national. And we do, you do have some like Arizona is getting a little hotter on deaths. I think Florida is on a slight uptick. Um, I, is it because everybody's inside? That's what Shapiro was saying. And I think that's probably the right theory that in these scorching hot places, people are just staying inside more and more uh, places where the air is just being recirculated and you encounter. We know that coronavirus doesn't survive well in the hot sun. Mm. These people must not be in the hot sun. That would stand to reason. But yeah, so you see an uptick. What does that mean? It means that the seven day rolling average now is back where it was June 16th when it was at a multi-month low. So give you a little perspective. When we were at the height of the deaths in mid to late April, the moving average for deaths was over 2,200. We're still at a third of the death count nationally that we were at three months ago. So when you hear about death uptick, yeah, okay, that's true. 
get back to me when it spikes as high as it did months ago. Yeah. And yeah. other things to consider here too, the skyrocketing, the deaths, if there was any sort of uh, uh, correlation here, if there was a serious relationship, look at how much the cases are spiking. Again, a lot of this is due to increase in testing, but and other factors as well, I'm sure. Spread too, as people are out and they're not cooped up anymore and they're enjoying each other's company. That's bound to happen. But this the scale of the spike in cases does not correspond with this alleged spike in deaths. We're talking about a tiny blip of deaths versus cases, daily new cases. I think we had we had over 70,000 the other day, uh, Friday. Hey, that's you know well over uh, triple what it was at you know the month prior. So cases yeah. have skyrocketed in large part because tests have skyrocketed among right. other factors. In my county, we have 700 total cases since the beginning of this. Yeah. We have one death, and it was a man who was like 75. Yeah, we have one death in this county, too. Similar situation. Um, I think I said this last week, but no matter how many deaths or cases we have right now, they lost the right to institute any kind of lockdown when they started sanctioning protests. So I don't care, really, what's happening with coronavirus, because it's not like I have any appetite for another lockdown i will not abide by well, it well they're not you uh, can't make me they're not asking for a lockdown now now it's mask uh now it's mask which i want to talk about in just a minute but the other thing i'll say about cases keep in mind cases as a metric is not inherently negative as cases go up but deaths don't rise in uh, corresponding with that rise in cases that means that you have a lower death ra- uh, death rate than originally forecasted you have way more cases way lower deaths lower death rate that's good news not bad And cases, as long as they're not putting you in severe health distress, putting you in the hospital, causing you to die, what that means also is that there is immunity that is building. And one way or another, immunity will have to be achieved. We can't hide from this forever. So you have two options. Uh, Circulate this among the healthy people to build immunity, aka herd immunity, or wait for a vaccine, which by the way, there's no guarantee will ever happen. And a huge portion of society will not accept or take. So... You're going to have to spread it among people some way. It's going to have to happen. You can't hide. We can't all hide in a bunker forever. But to your point, they're not going to ask you to hide in a bunker forever. Now they're going to put a piece of cloth on your face. That's That's where this is going to work. This is the latest control mechanism that will be deployed. It is no longer about lockdowns or essential versus non-essential. It's about masking up and increasingly states and localities are requiring masks in public spaces. They're, are they not talking about this in um, in Idaho or in Coeur d'Alene at all? Uh, I mean, a little bit. Um, I can I can feel that things are tensing up a little bit. There's a little more mask wearing going on, but it's still mostly very elderly or visibly sick hmm. people. They, uh, in my county, Gallatin County, uh, here in Montana, they're voting Tuesday in all likelihood to require masks in all public buildings, not outside, but inside. And, Mm. um, so I signed up, I will be participating in the Gallatin County board of commissioners meeting on Tuesday on zoom to make my impassioned plea for freedom. Uh, and I'll, I'll, if anything spicy happens, I'll report back. I think I can record this, so we'll, we'll see, but this is the mask thing is what is finally finally made me say okay i have to get, at least try yeah, to no get more. involved with local politics and as i've said before they not to take shots at the people who are blackpilled i totally understand where you're coming from my own perspective is 
I'm going to exercise every piece of power that I have until I accept the black pill. And I don't feel like I've exercised every piece of power that I have yet. So we'll see. I'll, I'll see what I can do here. But fully acknowledge. Just take it. it. It's like freezing to death. It's, you know, it's bad at first and then you just get used to it and, and then you die. <laughs> 99% chance I'm kidding myself. And these all of these county commissioners have already decided and they're just humoring us by listening to us as a formality. That is what is happening. Almost certainly. That's definitely what's happening. But, yeah. uh, we'll All see. of this uh, political involvement on the local level is a farce to make us think that we can affect change in some meaningful way. We yeah. really can't. I've been, um, and I've been, I've been going back and forth with a lot of people locally on social media and trying to inspire pushback on this. And it's interesting because you get, you get accused of being anti-mask. I'm not anti-mask. What I am is pro-freedom. If you think that the mask is beneficial for you, that you want mask wearing, absolutely wear a mask. I'm not going to mask bully. You better have cancer or you're a giant pussy. The other thing I'll say is if a private <laughs> if a private business owner says, all right, on my private property, I want masks. Fair enough. At least I get the choice to decide if I want to patronize your business or not. That's what I, true. What I oppose is government, uh, government imposing itself on private individuals, private businesses. Freedom means free people making decisions for themselves at the end of the day. That's what I'm trying to, to, to get at here. And, um, and if you didn't, if you don't want to make decisions for yourself, it's so foolish to put your trust in the people who by tacit admission, got it wrong last time around. That is to say, masks are the new, uh, cure all masks are the way to prevent this. And, the tacit admission there is that the lockdowns prior were at, at best, not the best solution and at worst, totally unnecessary. That is to say, if masks are so awesome, we could have been open the whole time and everyone just wear a mask. So we're going back to the same people who got it wrong last time, ex expecting them to get it right this time, believing in their supposed authority to get it right each and every time. I know. Even though at this point in time, if you trust the federal government or any of these agencies to make medical decisions for you, you lack agency and you deserve what is going to happen yeah. to you. It has been proven through the rate of death and transmission that masks are ineffective. It's like putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. They don't work. Um, but if it makes you feel better about yourself, fine. But I reserve the right to judge it. <laughs> If you don't believe that the authorities are just guessing in and following the latest fear trends, check out U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams, who appeared on Face the Nation this morning, and he has totally reversed course on masks. This was a very interesting segment. You are wearing. You are wearing a mask. You are clearly trying to make a point. Just the last time you were with us here on Face the Nation, March eighth. You said this. And stay safe by washing your hands, by covering your cough, by staying home if you're sick. Masks do not work for the general public in preventing them from getting coronavirus. Right. The week before that, you tweeted in all caps, seriously, people stop buying masks. You said they were not effective. Well, it's important for people <laughs> to understand that once upon a time, we prescribed cigarettes for asthmatics and leeches and cocaine and heroin for people as medical treatments. When we learn better, we do better. Science is about giving the best recommendations you can. Yes. And when you learn more, you change those recommendations. Okay, terrible answer. First of all, the, the cigarette and leech analogy here. Cigarette and leech knowledge formed over years. It, 
It wasn't the same people deciding on Tuesday that their Monday leech and cigarette recommendations were bad. And the, right. <laughs> the other conclusion here is, are you telling me that just three or four months ago you were doing the equivalent of arguing that Americans should smoke cigarettes for their health? And now you turn around and say, I should believe you this time when you were the cigarette and leech man just three months yeah. ago. I know. I know. Uh, that's a retarded analogy because the premise there is that we have no previous understanding of virology or mm. how viruses transmit to other people. Like we, we've known that masks are ineffective in the general population with all these Asian nations, the people that are wearing masks, it's largely a sign of respect for them to avoid um, transmitting trans uh, giving something to somebody else that they have. Mm -hmm. It's not going to prevent you from getting the disease. Like we, we already knew this going in. And so they were right from the beginning. Um, so we have to think about why now they want all of us to wear masks. And I get really tinfoily on this one. I'm highly conspiratorial about it because I think that it is that they want to have a symbol in society that's yeah. visual to all of us to remind us that, um, you know, we're at their behest and that that we don't have control right now. And I a lot of a lot of me believes there's there's a, a lot of that going on. That is to say, um, notice what we haven't mentioned this entire show again. Uh, has anyone seen Joe Biden? Is he still alive? What is he doing? Is that guy a thing? It seems to me there is a deliberate strategy to stir up chaos and hide Joe Biden and then count on dissatisfaction with the chaos to inspire people to just vote for any alternative. I'm not saying. I mean, he's going to win anyway. Did you see that he's up in the polls and it's Texas? inevitable. It's inevitable. I think there's a lot of that going on here. And I think you're exactly right that that symbolism is so effective, not just in stirring up political chaos and fear in people, but getting people to turn on each other for violating this symbolism code. This case that I wanted to show actually happened two weeks ago, but I only saw it recently. There were two masked harpies who went after a guy <laughs> shopping at Walmart. I think this is in Arkansas. I'm not exactly sure where it is, but it's at a Walmart because he's not wearing a mask. Watch this one. You take a picture of me. Does that make you feel better? Why don't you get a life, lady? Dude, I have a life. No, and it's going around taking pictures of yes, people. Yes, because what I you're doing, so can you not follow the you? lines on keep, the floor? Keep your mouth running. The governor, the, the mayor is asking us all no, to wear a mask. And look at you, not wearing a mask. Oh dear! I Lord. wear a mask you to protect myself. It's so fucking political. It's unbelievable. Now you have accosted me in this store. You've it's not a law that I got to wear a mask. Not wearing a mask. And if you're gonna keep this up, maybe we'll get the police department hey, in Mom, here. Hey mom, what'd you call nine one one then? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, another one. You people are like monkeys <laughs> falling out of a tree. No, you're the monkey that hasn't. <laughs> hey, I'll tell dragging you Dragging those knuckles since you've not evolved. Okay, how's that grab you? <laughs> Ever heard of Darwinism? <laughs> Evolution? Evolve, mister. Why don't you burn something down? Why don't you go back to where you yeah. were? Why don't you need to evolve from? That must be what you do. You know? You must be the one who's... Oh, are you burning crosses? Are you burning crosses? Ooh, he's a Nazi. No, you're the idiot. Yeah, yeah. But you, you're the Love ones life. playing your life on a freaking computer. You have no life. So this is what your phone. life is? It's a cell phone. Dude, I'm out doing my shopping. Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with the virus. Good luck with the virus. Your whole family tree is getting cut off at its roots. 
Oh, Attack of the Karens. That guy is my spirit animal. He what an American hero. Run you for can president. lick my ass. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he said, you can lick my ass. You guys are like monkeys <laughs> falling out of a tree. Yeah, he. this guy, this guy is instant Based. president if I ran the country. For sure. So, but, th- but that's the point. Get ready for much more of this. And not all of them will be funny. You're going to have massive non-compliance. And you're going to have hordes of people who think they're justified in accosting the non-compliers in exactly this way. So I can't help but think that a lot of this, its effect on the spread of the the disease, debatable. I've seen scientific evidence, quote unquote, in support and in opposition of masks. Its effect on stirring chaos and turning citizen against citizen, highly effective, non-debatable. I have to wonder if the higher level effect or the more reliable effect is in fact the intended effect of course it is and you know who is more susceptible to this rule following women it's all it's why it's a karen it's a is there even a male counterpart well they called the pink polo guy a ken i don't know if there's a ken whatever i mean come on guys men can be karens too Mm. let's say what we less likely um well this week maybe i'll have to make a new uh a new sounder this week in anti 19th Chronicles two yeah. monkeys fall out of a tree and accost a man for not wearing a mask while shopping for paint at Walmart or whatever he's doing. This has happened to my brother twice now. He's um, had people confront him. Yeah. Cause he also vehemently refuses to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And so, um, a woman the other day at the grocery store, he got like three or four feet with, you know, within three or four feet of her. And she was like, you're not social distancing. You're not wearing a mask. My son died of coronavirus last week. And he was like, mm. I bet. And so he just stood there motionless and then just stared at her until she walked away. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I've already got it locked and loaded. Like some woman says this to me. I'm going to look her dead in the eye. I'm going to say, fuck you, Karen. Why not fuck lick my ass? Karen. Why not borrow that guy? I line? do like lick my ass does have a certain charm. <laughs> I think Although only a man usually, can pull that off. You though. usually go with butthole though, not ass. I do say butthole and I also yeah. say lick my balls a lot. Which That's is true. Very unfeminine. I'm going to have to rein it in before my daughter. Lick my can ovaries. Can you go with that one? Ooh, <laughs> that, that's even grosser than butthole. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> now that we've run that one into the ground, or more specifically me. <laughs> uh, did you did you catch this doctor on the Today Show? I, I happen yeah. to watch the Today Show for morning news, and so I see a lot of this bullshit mm. all the time because I love hearing what they're saying. Mm. But the Today Show had been insisting this is back in in May, really. They'd been insisting that their science contributor, Doctor Joseph Fair, got coronavirus on a plane and was on the brink of death for weeks, despite repeatedly testing negative for coronavirus. Here's some of that reporting. Back from uh, from May. You're 42 years old. You run before all this five, maybe up to 10 miles a day. A healthy guy. I was probably getting about 25 percent of the air I was trying to take in. Is a very anxiety provoking uh, feeling. And you were mentioning to me that you were maybe like a day away from being intubated. When I came in, they asked me if I wanted to be intubated. I, I really said no, not unless I absolutely have to be. Dr. Fair, something I didn't get, I didn't understand, was you were tested four times for the coronavirus, and every time it came back negative, but clearly you have it. Waited a week because I was taking care of myself, and virus kind of naturally drops off in your system after some time. My local caregivers told me that they were getting about 50% false negatives and false well mostly false negatives with that. okay mm. 
Well, uh, it turns out it wasn't that he waited too long to get tested. It wasn't faulty tests. It's just that the dude didn't and doesn't have coronavirus. He posted a thread of tweets this week and uh, and he said that so he's he's tested negative now for antibodies as well. He now huh. says his illness was an undiagnosed mystery. Undiagnosed. Is it AIDS mystery. or is it fake? <laughs> you take your pick, Dr. Fair. Fake or AIDS? Take your pick. And NBC's headline is still up. Virologist hospitalized with coronavirus. Believes he got it through his eyes. They've been saying this, even Hoda Kotb in that segment. You keep testing negative for coronavirus, even though you clearly have it. No, he, he doesn't clearly have it. He does not clearly have it. That's the point. I can't believe People you are keep... so retarded. This is not the only sickness in the world right now. Also, that guy clearly faking. So this is irrelevant. Um, but coronaviruses, they're not anything new. The common cold is often a isn't, isn't it always a coronavirus? I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I have no idea. <sighs> By the way, this guy says that he got it on a plane uh, back in in May sometime or maybe late April. And he was advocating wearing a mask. But he also advocated wearing goggles because he says he got it through his eyes. So if masks don't work out, just wait till the, the goggle Karens come. And that's why I can't decide what I want to do, because in all likelihood, Gallatin County is going to pass a mask ordinance. So, t- so tell me or a, a mask rule for the county. Tell me what you would do. I have three options. The ultimate principled option is to drive to the next county over to get my groceries and supplies. I could do that. Or I could just Man. flat out not comply and see what happens at the grocery store and elsewhere. Or I could do what the people in Southern California did and troll. And I'm not going to go full KKK hood, but one of, there are a few I've been thinking of. In fact, oh, I was asked to this on the show, so I might. Uh, we have a guy running for mayor in Encinitas, California, who sent me a <laughs> masks are stupid mask, so I could wear that. Or I was thinking... I could do full on like ski mask, look like like dress up like a robber or something or ladies underwear. (laughs) That would be an option. What if I just taped a Kleenex to my face? I was thinking about that. (laughs) That's good, too. I like it. So what should I I do? Which the obvious answer here is non-compliance. I think that's actually the most principled stance is not. Okay. And just see what Uh, the store, what the shop owners do and see if they call the sheriff or something. However, then you lose a lot of trolling opportunity. Hmm. And I don't think you can pass that up. I don't know. The other interesting angle here that I've seen, because some people are in this similar spot and they've told me, I just say I have a health condition and nobody really questions me. People have told me that works. I've also seen signs at businesses. I don't know where these were, but I've seen the signs that say uh, the county has said that masks are required inside all businesses. They've also said that those with a health condition uh, exempts uh, that, that, that will exempt you per, uh, HIPAA health privacy laws and the fourth amendment. We are not able to ask you about your health conditions. So anyone not wearing a mask will be assumed to have a health condition. That's how these friendly businesses have been getting around this sort of thing with a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I really like that idea, but I wonder if I just say, um, Oh, nope, sorry. Asthmatic. Yeah. Are they really going to challenge me? What about know. taping a Kotex to your mouth and then putting tampons in your nose? <laughs> well, that's what I see. If I go the troll route, I really want to go hard. I really want to make it just over the top and stupid, something like that. Uh, you any, could do any, a combination of the, of the last two, I think. Yeah. Non-compliance and trolling. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to have to get creative. I, I kind of look forward to the opportunity in a weird way. We'll try to make a lemonade out of lemons here. Before we get Do to... Do we have a 40-second sounder to listen to right now? No, because it's not hoax hate time yet. Because oh, it's, it's actual hate time. <laughs> <laughs> There's actual hate of the week from the head writer at Tucker Carlson's show. Oh, what did he so do? Funny. I was like nursing my daughter at like 3 a.m. last night reading this article and just laughing my ass off. This is so funny. Uh, the top writer for Fox News host Tucker Carlson has for years <laughs> been wow. using a pseudonym to post bigoted remarks on an online forum that is a hotbed for racist, sexist, and other offensive content. CNN Business learned this week. Oh, no. I was like, I, as soon as I read that, I was like, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, just this week, the writer Blake Neff responded to a thread started by another user in 2018 with the subject line, would you let a jet black Congo N-word do LASIK eye surgery on you for 50% off? Okay. Neff wrote, I wouldn't get LASIK from an Asian for free. So no. Okay. <laughs> he also said on June 5th, black dude spelled D-O-O-D-S. Staying inside playing Call of Duty is probably one of the biggest factors keeping crime down. <laughs> okay. There's some other good stuff about women, but uh, top oh, those are Those are the greatest hits. Those are the greatest hits, yeah. Now, uh, Tucker... <laughs> This news broke on, oh, it broke Saturday, right? So Tucker himself has not addressed this yet, as far as I've seen. Mm, I hope he doesn't apologize. I, if, if Tucker watches this show, which he doesn't. Of course say, he does. Where do you think he gets his material? nothing. I know Fox News has denounced, but as far as I'm concerned, they had to. But Tucker should just just slide under and, and, and just do nothing until this blows over. Just you would advise him mention nothing, say nothing, mention nothing, say nothing. I mean, he's in position that he probably doesn't have to. And even, even if he was uh, to defend this, it's like, yeah, listen, I if I was Tucker and I was going to and I had to defend this, if you were put in a spot where you had to. The guy never said anything to me. And as part of his, as part of his official duties, he did this on his own time, as far as I know. And uh, yeah, people write weird shit in their private messages or in their anonymous online messages it's not what i wrote so um he doesn't work here anymore simple enough i have a feeling he's gonna say something about it i would i would bet he will but But i hope he doesn't bitch out i really don't think he'll just cave i think he'll have something i I don't i guess what would you bet do you think he apologizes or is there no apology no tucker knows what's what happens when you apologize and he's had these snafus before and historically he has not apologized. So I don't think he's going to be a bitch about this. I think he's going to say something about all of us saying stupid stuff online and cancel culture. Uh, but I don't think that he's going to denounce this guy or apologize. What do you think? That sounds about right. I, I would also wonder it's, it's reported that he resigned. I wonder what the true facts of the matter are here. Did he, was it just that he walked away without Fox or Tucker saying a thing or was there pressure behind the scenes to get him out? And it sounds like, was it CNN who broke this story? I, I saw this video segment here in the it story. Oliver Darcy. Oliver Darcy is the same guy who went after Alex Jones. Remember Oliver Darcy? Alex Jones confronted him in the halls of Congress, I think. Really? That, is, that was him? Yeah, that was Oliver Darcy. Hmm. Oliver Darcy does this routinely. He likes to dig up people's no, no words and things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one who, uh, who uncovered this. This guy Muslim. What's his, what's his jam? I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. Couldn't tell you. 
Uh, man, can you imagine? It's like he's like glorified Jared Holt. It's like your job <laughs> is to snitch on people. Ugh. If you're Jared Holt, let me see if I can zoom in here. If you're Jared Holt, all this is what you can aspire to be is this man right here. That's the top of the game. That is as far as you will ever make it. He is the king of your industry. Oh, yikes. Good luck. All right, now it is that time of the week. So, you know, come back in 20 minutes. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? I hope that the grin on this guy's face is exactly the grin he had when he finished writing this letter. This weird look of satisfaction. Wow, that's the best one I ever did. Uh, I have to remember when back in the day. Oh, where's the story here? Here we go. When we used to get a lot more of these hate letters and we used to have a lot of fun doing a dramatic reading of the yeah. hate. Do you have it in front of you? Maybe we could go paragraph by paragraph. Mr. Lopez? Yeah, yeah. Do you have the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let me... I'll give the context so we can read his letter. So Jonathan Lopez, you see on his screen, your screen here, is a candidate for Umatilla County Board of Commissioners, or was. I don't know if he's still running. Jonathan Lopez, he claimed that a hate letter was left anonymously in his mailbox. After investigation, Hermiston Police Chief Jason Edmiston says Lopez wrote the letter himself. The police chief said Monday that Lopez has confessed. The case is now being forwarded to Umatilla County D the Umatilla County DA's office for review for filing a false report, a class a misdemeanor in Oregon. So apparently he wrote this and reported it to the police. Lopez had posted a picture of this typed letter on Facebook and the letter reads, <clears throat> fuck you and your N word and choir. But I think it's, Queer loving queer? self. Fuck you and your N word and queer loving self. Oh, should I go, go? ahead? <laughs> you are not welcome here and will never be anything in this community or state. Oh, is it? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be from a white supremacist, not to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not from well, he a... wrote it. Oh, okay. Uh, go so back it's his to your voice. worthless country. It's his voice. You cunt, I assume. I assume it's a C, yeah, a C word. Um, America is only for the great. You and your communist liberal community can go, can go fuck yourselves and rotten hell. <laughs> this was my favorite part. This is the best line. This is why he was grinning with self-satisfaction. Uh, Umatilla County kills wetbacks like you <laughs> and they are dumped in the fields and the river. That's why our crops are the best because great produce in Umatilla County because they use the bodies of Mexicans to fertilize the crops. Don't waste your time trying to become anything in this country. We will make sure you never win. Your family suffers along with all the fucking Mexicans in the area. America is for the God-fearing, pro-gun, pro-life humans who refuse to be controlled by the government. There's no room for people like you here. Oh, let me get this last part. All right. Fuck you, you Mexican piece of shit. <laughs> Did you write the last line? That's... <laughs> He might have uh, bar- no, he might have plagiarized you on that one. Sincerely, America. Oh right, don't forget the salutation. <laughs> I, 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 this is from the the source here is a Daily Mail article, but I like that it says copyright <sighs> Jonathan. Oh, I can't can't. Well, let me see if I can resize it. You see in the very bottom there, copyright Jonathan, copyright Jonathan Lopez. <laughs> Lopez. Can I can I get that bigger? 
Yeah, they were just down in the bottom uh, corner. Copyright Jonathan Lopez. That's why our crops are the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, who knows if he's going to get on the uh, board of commissioners? I doubt it, but we'll see. Meanwhile, I I think we covered this story when it was first claimed. I can't remember, but a Texas A and M student. Isaiah Martin told local news a few weeks ago that hateful notes were found on his car, which was parked at his on-campus apartment complex. The signs read, quote, all lives matter. Uh, you don't belong here. And just the N word with the hard R as Isaiah. I don't Martin even says. remember this. Do we cover? We've this? seen several of these notes on the windshield cases, so I can't remember. They all run together to me. But Texas A&M police are now reporting that after reviewing surveillance footage, it appears no other person had enough time to place the message on Martin's car other than himself. (laughs) Officers have not released video, but they have described that Martin is seen on camera walking to the side of his vehicle without opening the door. He's then seen stepping back and onto the (laughs) sidewalk in front of his vehicle, most likely taking photos of the notes that he had just placed. Martin still vehemently denies any involvement with the notes and he's now consulting with his attorney and is no longer speaking with police, but there's not actually a criminal case against him. Texas A&M says the investigation is now closed and this case does not qualify as a false report because Martin never reported it to police. He just made a Facebook post apparently, or some Mm, social media post. The dude you're caught like red handed caught red handed. Yeah, well, I don't know. Walk, walk he, it back. Is he going to work with his lawyer on a PR campaign? Why? Who cares? Just, yeah. Why do you even have a lawyer? You didn't file a police report. Why would it matter? Don't bring it up anymore. You take the L and move on. Yeah. Just yeah. shut up. Oh God. Uh, in, in neighbors, I mentioned we had several Indiana stories, uh, neighbors in McCordsville, Indiana are rallying behind a black couple who says they received an anonymous hate letter in the mail. The letter apparently chastised them for their loud parties and expressed disappointment in having black neighbors. Uh, Here's the story. Wes Smith found this letter in his mailbox Friday night. Started off innocent and quickly turned uh, south from there. The anonymous author says they're disappointed they live next to a black family. It's shocking. All stemming from complaints about Smith's birthday party last year being too loud. You waited a whole year to send a letter, um, so you marked your calendar for that. The letter is addressed from Neighborhood Association. They tell the Smiths they took time out of their busy day to write them this letter and that they speak for the entire neighborhood, which is certainly not the case. We intentionally chose to build in this neighborhood because of the diversity and the acceptance. It's just disgusting. I don't understand how it's why. Uh, anyone can live in a neighborhood, especially our neighborhood being um, relatively diverse for the area that we live in, and think like that. Uh, Nick Olson lives across the street and is creating signs to send a message to that author, saying they're the unwelcome ones. If you were to look on our Facebook page right now for the neighborhood, oh, you no. would overwhelmingly see that the, the response is, no, like they're welcome here. It's people that that hate other people for no reason that are not welcome in this neighborhood. Oh, man, these self-flagellating white people are so much worse than these lying black people. (laughs) We moved to rural Indiana specifically for the diversity. diversity. I bet. I bet that's why I looked it up. The town is 83 percent white. So Mm. you should have looked harder if that was probably like 15 percent Mexican, too. or something. Uh, It was 10 percent black. So 83 percent white, 10 percent black. Hmm. And uh, so not a lot beyond that. Uh, Anyway, 
Uh, I, they're going to find out that this was hoax hate and they're going to be like, we're sorry we made you think that you had to do something like this with our racism. <laughs> These fucking white people. My theory, I, I think it's almost certain that the wife here did it. Uh, or at least a female. If you look at the, um, the, the handwriting, do you, do you see the handwriting in your video share? Yeah, it's uh, the A's are feminine and then the loops it's got a weird on the D's yeah. and the, it looks like a woman. On the G's. It looks like feminine writing trying to disguise itself. It has a me. weird mix of capitalized and uncapitalized letters, which is people trying to hide their handwriting. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I blame it's the girly. wife personally. I think that's probably the answer here. Uh, Why wouldn't they just have a party like more recently? Also, it just. I, well, she says that they're having a party upcoming for their one-year-old child and the wife, this is the other angle on the wife. The rest of the story says that she is having her golden birthday in like a month at the end of the month, actually July 31st. She's turning, mean? she's turning 31 on the 31st, her golden birthday. So she has a party coming up and she probably, <laughs> they probably were loud last year and someone bitched about it. Like someone mm. probably called the cops. And so I bet she's trying to hype up her own birthday with this hoax hate crap. I bet that's the other link here. Golden birth. That's the dumbest thing. I was like, is that a party where everybody comes and like pees on you? <laughs> that's, Have you that's ever heard of that? A golden birthday? I do know that, but I, that's because, well, I guess you've had your golden birthday and not realized like my 18th birthday was my golden oh, yeah. birthday. So I just knew it from that. But Everybody would have one, right? No, I've never heard that before. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Any, anyway, so I, I think the wife is the culprit here. And uh, last one, a mom in Raleigh, North Carolina, a, a, a black mother says two evil white men wearing MAGA hats threatened her and her 15-year-old daughter this week. She says she had just finished loading groceries into the car when the incident happened at a four-way stop. So her general claim is that she came to this four-way stop. It was her turn to go. But the MAGA guys in their pickup truck started going at the same time. So there was some dispute at the four-way stop about who was to move through the intersection. She honked the horn and the MAGA guys started screaming at her and driving up next to her. Then the truck, the MAGA guys truck followed her to another stoplight, at which point the MAGA guys pointed a gun out their window. And she said uh, she told them to put the gun away because they're not going to shoot anyone. That made them mad, so the MAGA guy immediately turned his hat around and said, this is exactly why we need to make America great again uh, because of these ghetto black bitches. <laughs> they're, they're ghetto black bitches. That's the claim here. Here's the rest of the explanation. He pointed at me and my 15-year-old daughter that was in the passenger side seat, and I told him to put his gun away because he wasn't going to shoot anyone. And when I said that, it kind of made him mad. He started saying, oh, they're not scared of guns. They're ghetto black bees. Um, and he immediately turned his hat around and he said, this is exactly why we need to make America great again because of these ghetto black bees. She says she anticipated that police would respond instantly, but her attorney says that didn't happen. It was 24 entire hours before the Raleigh Police, of, police Department even responded to a man or two men for that matter, who are clearly a threat 
to the community. According to RPD, there was no surveillance video. However, Balagan giving us this photo. She says this is the black pickup truck the two men were in. They're driving around in the city of Raleigh, pulling guns on innocent black women and children. We expect you to investigate this hate crime. And this afternoon, no one is in custody. Authorities did not confirm whether that vehicle that we just showed you was indeed the suspect's pickup truck. I don't. Well, the police have to uh, choose what they investigate now because defund the police. And I would say this doesn't cut it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the perspective on defund the police is from the lawyer. And the lawyer is an activist lawyer. The law firms that this woman has hired I think they're listed at the bottom here. Advocacy groups emancipate North Carolina. Apparently, the Emancipation Proclamation never made it to North Carolina. They they never saw that one. And the North Carolina Black Alliance. That's who's representing this woman. Uh, so I'm sure there's uh, this is absolutely all square. There's there's definitely not more than meets the eye. Yeah, really. That was the attorney, the fat black chick? Yes, that was the attorney from one of these advocacy organizations. The mom uh, has filed an aggravated assault police report, but there are currently, as you heard, no suspects identified, no surveillance footage. Mm. You go back and listen to the story. I don't want to split hairs too much, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Even the picture that she has is from behind the car. Like, how yeah. did the car get in front of you? They were pointing a gun at you, but then got in front of you. Also, they threatened you but then approached you at a an intersection ahead. Why, why didn't you get away from them? Or why didn't you call the cops? And it just, the whole thing just doesn't make a lot of sense. Then the turning of the hat, this here is, how are you going to hear them in a traffic? And the messages are also specific. This is going to go away real it. fast. I doubt and it. Nobody's ever going to follow up like that chick. Who's like, and then they lit me on fire. Yeah, where the hell's that by one? Throwing a, I don't know, Meghan Markle called her and then everybody realized she was full of shit and nobody ever <laughs> talked about it again. So that's, uh, that's Meghan Markle who let herself go. That's what that, that chick was. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's a double insult as far as you're concerned, too. Never forget, insulting Meghan Markle is why Blonde was banned from Twitter. That was the last straw. for uh, Dude, Jack I think and- we can all agree now that Harry done fucked up. Well, uh, one one of the few things you and I agree on that uh, Kate Middleton is a much better choice. Uh, yeah. that, that's a non-debate. But some people insist that there's a debate there. I don't see it. That's crazy. I have never heard Kate Middleton talk ever. That I don't even know what her voice sounds like. About her. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> her mouth is shut constantly. She keeps having kids. All of her kids are beautiful. Yeah. She's amazing. Well... I have a bit of surprise cringe for you to close the show. And speaking of um, women not keeping their mouths shut, here's a another surprise cringe song from uh, another lovable female for you. Get fucked, Kanye West. Get fucked, now's not the time for this stunt. Get fucked, Don't worry, it's Kanye only a minute. Kanye <laughs> West, get so far fucked and take your Kardashian. How do I compare thee to a piece of trash? I guess this is the way billionaires get left. It hurts. Showing us the worst of humanity. A narcissistic jackass is vanity. No, he don't want to run for president. Wants to help his Nazi friend get reelected. So suck my dick, sit on my fist. The day is gone. Where's your lighter? For this stun, get I can't. fucked. I can't. Kanye this is terrible. West, get so 
wait, just wait. Oh, there it is. There it is. Middle finger. She did it. She did it. Can't believe it. Oh, God. That's the worst one. It's the worst you think one that was worse came. than last week's song? Yeah, mm. it was a lot longer. This is uh, some Twitter. Her Twitter music actually does quite well. This is Courtney J. Goes by at Tropical IJ on uh, on Twitter. I, I have not. Uh, I have no idea what the rest of her music is like. I don't know if my tweet is in here somewhere. My um, my response to her was better title for the song is do as I say black man. I think yeah. she should go. She should go with that for the single. It would do really well. Oh, God. Yeah. She does look like Lisa Loeb. Yeah. I saw somebody say that in the live chat that that reminded me of her, too. Hmm. Oh, God. What world do we live in? where like white leftist women. We, we've gone so far that white leftist women are now telling black people what they are and are not allowed to do for virtue points. Yeah. Like, don't you realize what's happening here? Yeah, I don't know. We'll call that a show, though. So thank you, Courtney J., for your musical submission. And uh, we'll check in with, uh, with, our, with our friends over on DLive and YouTube and Streamlabs and all that. Thanks for patience, guys. Over on DLive, uh, Christopher Pack says, how about private businesses being forced to enforce the mask policy to stay open and operate? Exactly. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I don't... That's effectively what what government is is asking them to do, to ask private business to be the enforcement mechanism for government's will. That's essentially what's going on when you say that grocery stores and gas stations and whatever business in town has to enforce the mask rule. You're making them into de facto police officers. You just got to find the businesses who are more wink, wink, nudge, nudge, don't care mentality. Sitting on somebody's fist wouldn't hurt very much. I don't know. I just uh, that was kind of a weird lyric. I figured you'd appreciate the like suck my dick lyric in there, or at least that, but maybe not. Yeah. The middle finger at the end that didn't do anything for you. No, that that like made my insides want to. I my insides wanted to eject out of my body. <laughs> That's how much that made me cringe. Well, Ugh. it it actually it it does bum me out. Speak. <laughs> I actually I don't hate the sound of her voice. I think she has a decent voice. I think she probably has some potential it's not the music itself it's just the cringe level factor of like you said some some white hero thinking that they can tell a black person what to do in the name of anti-racism that's it's not even the music it's the mentality that is that is crushing that you know for every woman this mouthy there's a man that's failing to get them in line i'd like to point that out or alternatively a man who has just been uh there there is no man like a man who cannot live with this sort of thing. And it has become a, a, um, like a MGTOW guy, you know, that is the other side of this arrangement that when women make themselves ineligible, there is a man on the other side of that who is alone and nobody ends up happy in that arrangement. Nobody does. But where's her, where was her father growing up being like, Oh, you need to keep your mouth shut. Probably well whipped or absent would be the answer to that. Oh God, that is a grim commentary on society that, that every surprise cringe tells a larger story, doesn't it? Yeah. You may not like it. What was the old meme? You may not like it, but this is the highest level of that, or this is peak that this is peak feminism right here. This is the highest level of feminism to be achieved. She has what? I mean, she does 31,000 likes on that stupid song. So Better than I'll do, I guess. I would like to see the demographic and testosterone breakdown <laughs> on the people that like that. <laughs> there was uh, exactly one. Uh, what would be the term? It's not an atom. Like one. Uh, I can't do the. Chem- What's I lost this joke already. 
one unit of <laughs> testosterone, one molecular unit of testosterone, maybe that entire Just group of sit people. on a fist, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you good on? I do have some on Streamlabs, uh, but we can catch up on YouTube if you'd like. Okay. Rocky Mountain Monk. Oh, no, you read that one. Uh, Shirsi says, after the cat getting an election ballot, I'm drowning my hamster tonight. That commie rodent would vote Biden. I just know Preventative. it. Preventative. Yeah. <laughs> Fissure says, Matt, do you run an optic with backup iron sights on any of your rifles? If yes, do you prefer absolute or a third co-witness? One third co-witness. I prefer. So what he's talking about is where if you have a red dot optic on a gun and you also have iron sights as a backup that you can set those so that the, the iron sights and the red dot are actually they're in perfect alignment or they're sort of offset such that one is higher and the other's lower. So you can kind of it's technical stuff. I prefer absolute. I like the iron sights and the red dot to line up right away, but it actually depends on the gun. So on my, on my AR setups, I have an absolute co-witness on my scorpion CZ scorpion because of the way that CZ's iron sights and the red dot line up third co-witness is basically my only option unless I wanted to get really weird with some risers and stuff. So I guess my answer is, it's setup dependent, but if I have the choice, I like the absolute alignment. I understood all of that <laughs> because I'm a cool chick yeah. that likes guy things. And I also like the sports ball and I like the video games. Most of the time, if you can get the uh, like foldable or collapsible iron sights and just keep those out of the way, that would be my preference in general. But me yeah. too. Sinak eight says, can you really call yourself a Sargon fan if you don't watch the anime? I don't know what that means either. I actually, there's Sargon anime. I know he has that pillow and stuff, right? So someone has done this. But Sargon has an anime pillow. I know some of the merchandise he sold has had like anime graphics of him, but I was not aware that there was actual anime production. So I guess I'm not really a Sargon fan if I was not aware of that. You need it. Does he still do this weekend, Steven? He hasn't um no, he's really changed his his content to uh like uh to a cod daily. So he's oh. he's doing daily videos, like daily segments that um I mean I like all of Sargon's stuff, so I like I like the format he's doing now. And I think he still is making some really he's doing streams on that channel too, but as far as like the mm -hmm. format of the old This Week in Stupid, I think he's more or less moved on from that. Kazuma Neat King says, I spent the weekend shooting my AR. The couple in Minnesota have been treated horribly, but I'll still defend my home. Better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. Yeah. Keep up the good work, you too. Yeah, I hear you. Absolutely. And that's the attitude you have to take. I mean, at the end of the day, absolutely better off alive and able to defend yourself than dead. And if that's the choice mm -hmm. you face, then you got to do what you got to do. Worry about it later. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Pollock says, Went to make tater tots yesterday. Bag told me to preheat to 425. Startled, yeah. I read on. Bang, bag then said to bake for 25 minutes. Matt, <laughs> they're on to us. I've been held up in my basement for 25 Wow. Hours. So or Ida or whoever in um, big tater tot, the big tater tot industry is paying attention to my recommendations. I don't care. Mm -hmm. to, to your point, I don't care what the bag says. If it says 300, that's incorrect. It's 425. If it says 20 minutes, that's incorrect. It's 25. 425. 425 with all of your oven potato products, tater tots, curly fries, French fries, hash browns, if you can cook those, whatever. 425, 425. Never And forget. make nachos with those tater Correct. tots. Correct. Very important. El Patron, a big donation. Thank you, sir or ma'am. I don't know. It seems every cop and prosecutor are corrupt in every town. Uh, 
don't know if that's true. I mean, I think the majority of cops are probably still pretty good. You probably, I would bet. I am not going to be niggardly. The smaller the town, the less that's the case, just because the less power that's available, you're yeah. probably going to find less corruption. But that's just a theory. I have no idea. The stealth Hispanic. I like that. Speaking of mail-in election fraud, in Patterson, New Jersey, the local election was so messed up, I heard 20% of the vote was thrown out and two Democrat city council members are under investigation. I can't believe it. Jeez. Royal Wind says, the McClossie situation has really destroyed the why-do-you-need-a-30-round magazine debate. The whole assault weapon talking point is just laughable now. They're still trying, though. Like, David Hogg uh, was all over Twitter this morning, and the trend of AR-15 was was trending this morning because the NRA had tweeted out that the AR-15 is the modern-day musket. And so all of anti-gun Twitter was going crazy, saying, you could only shoot like a few rounds a minute with a musket, and you could shoot 45 with an AR. Totally oblivious to the fact that that doesn't mean that it's not the modern-day musket. It means the technology has advanced. By the yeah. way, your stupid tweet that instantly goes out to millions of people is also the modern-day carrier pigeon. Or is that not that? Should you only be able to send out your anti-gun message with a That's stupid true. bird, David Hogg? Or does technology... Technology may change, but do your rights. Are your rights timeless, or are your rights dependent on technology? That's a bizarre theory. Is David Hogg still a thing? He's, uh, he's still tweeting up an anti-gun storm when he's not tweeting still about muffins. Dying slowly of AIDS and planning his life with Greta Thunberg. So they the can ultimate... have the children with the skinniest arms on the on Earth. What would you call them? Because it's not a power couple. It's the ultimate anti-power couple. Oh, what would the know. term be? I don't know. Live chat. This is where you come <laughs> in. Um, This is Polaris589. Amy Cooper. Hello, 911. There's a jogger bothering me. Operator. Understood. There's a death squad on their way, ma'am. <laughs> That's what she should have said. Yeah. She should have reported uh, a jogger. Soymates. Soymates. Okay. I can, That's cute. I can work with that. Uh, that's pretty good. Why am I being Huck texted couple. pictures of David Hogg's face? And his skinny little tiny <laughs> neck. Down. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. I know you can do better than this. Um, give, Andrew give it Pollack. time. Sometimes one person inspires another. That's true. Um, Andrew Pollock went to a Christian prayer meeting with my wife held by our mayor in Lockport, Illinois. Pastor who led in prayer is African-American. A church staged a Black Lives Matter protest of it. They were white. Think about it. This is so crazy. Hmm. Who do well, white people think they are? I'm surprised the degree to which this has infiltrated institutions of faith, too. It just seems weird, but okay. Um, hoglings. I kind of like that one. Hoglings. That's what their children will be called. <laughs> okay. All um, right. this is Ryan Russell. I think I should start a company to employ all the people who have been fired because of cancel culture. What should we sell? That's a good um, question. I wish I had a good ammunition. answer for that one. Ammo. It has to be yeah. a, an enraging product. You should sell, uh, I don't know. It'd have to be something highly offensive, something highly offensive and borderline illegal. Yeah. So I guess ammo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Polaris five eighty nine. Speaking of death squads, have you heard about Brianna Taylor case? Similar situation to Duncan Lemp. Um, yeah, I've heard about Brianna Taylor case. I'm actually much more sympathetic to this than I am other similar situations because I just don't think we should be doing no knock uh, inters with with drugs involving drugs. And if somebody did that to us, like I would think that we were getting, I mean, we have nothing yeah. illegal here. 
but I would think that we were getting broken into. For sure. I, I'm skeptical of no-knock raids, generally speaking. That said, I've seen some breakdowns on the facts of this and and some speculation about what facts may be present that we're not aware of that I am not convinced that this is all that meets the eye. Like we're being told that police just wigged out and opened fire on a house and, and she was dead while sleeping. There's a lot of misinformation in the Breonna Taylor case. I actually, I had the boyfriend a, pulled a gun on them, right? That, yeah. But so, I, I'm also sympathetic to that because they had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I'd have to go back to this. Someone sent me a good facts breakdown on this and I don't have it fresh on my mind. So unfortunately I can't go point by point, but with a lot of these you, cases, the narrative doesn't line up with the facts all the time. That's not to say that what happened was justified. It just means that it's being politically maximized in a lot of ways too. And I say that as somebody yeah. who, yes, I, in general, no knock raids should either not be a thing or a highly suspect, rarely, there better not, be some kid, kid getting held hostage. Yeah. You're going to yeah, do a no knock. Right. Like, like drugs, really? Yeah. Um, Sir Garforth says, Matt, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it, but I turned 30 in two months and I'm just shopping for my first handgun. Mm-hmm. I've narrowed it down to a 357 mag and a Glock 17. Any opinions on either? Well, first of all, don't be ashamed. I actually did not buy, I, I had guns passed on to me, but I didn't buy my own gun for the first time until I was 30 years old. In fact, I might've been, I might've even been 31. So you might even be ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, don't ever be ashamed for that sort of thing. I uh, so you narrowed it down to a 357 Magnum or a Glock 17. I am not a wheel gun expert, so the only revolvers I have, I have a single action 22 for fun. I don't rely on revolvers for life and liberty guns. I know a lot of people that do because of uh, just malfunction purposes. A lot of people are big fans of them, so I would never discourage you against it. I will say, I, I have a Glock 19, not a 17, but very similar, obviously. And uh, if I could only pick one handgun to do everything from defend my home to carry on my person, it would be that Glock 19 that I have. That thing uh, serves all purposes very well. It is very accurate and it never, ever fails. I don't care what ammo you put through that. I could probably put the wrong caliber ammunition in that thing and it would still run. So uh, as much as I'm not the biggest Glock fanboy because they're not. They're not pretty, you know, that's why I didn't like Glock when I was getting into this, but the damn things just work. And I can't, I can't tell you much about wheel guns cause I'm not the biggest expert, but I can say if you pick a, a Glock 17 or a Glock 19 for an all purpose gun, it's going to get the job done. I would say that. Uh, Polaris 589. Who is George Floyd? I thought we were mourning George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot about him too. Uh, first son of man the trending page has a lot of pushback and a generation most people will forget what happened in europe and our favorite people will lose a lot of cover lmao i don't know what you're talking about but you got a lot of hate in that heart for sure judge lot said my super chat was blocked so i put it in a free chat blonde can you find my message when you sent this i looked and i could not find mm. it judge lot so if you want this money back just let us know and we'll send it back to you thanks for supporting um, the show and yeah email inbox is always open for sure Constantine, do you think the spike in COVID cases is fake news or overhyped? I would say it's overhyped. Um, the baby's crying. What should we do? I've heard on this point real quick. I have heard, of course, a week or two ago, we covered the claim that there were cases in Texas that were presumed positives based on information provided on like a sign-in form as opposed to an actual positive test result. I've heard there's more of this going on presumed positives based on 
exposure to positive people or other factors that are not in fact tests. I, I'm not saying that the, the rise in cases is all fake and that there's no legitimacy to it whatsoever. I am saying that after seeing what was done with deaths, I have plenty of reason to believe that there are similar liberties being taken with cases. Yeah. 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 Um, I got to have to go feed my baby. My dad just texted me. Um, okay. I will be back in 10 minutes. Sure. I will, I will hang some. out. And if I, if I have to end the show, I'll end the show. But, uh, if I'm still here, okay. just, just swing back in. Okay. And thanks for, uh, thanks for patience as always guys. Right, let's catch back up into the uh, super <laughs> chat here. Peter Edwards says, uh, the next installment of the death wish franchise will be a documentary. <laughs> Probably, uh, Bane Trump. Uh, Oh, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, Pitch you Marcus says uh, some money just for blondes expressions priceless. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a big contributor to the show for sure. Thank you. Uh, Macroni cliche says strike first strike hard. No mercy for the woke YouTube initially refused my super chat. Maybe it was because I used the word BS. Damn. I said it again. There's no rhyme or reason to Susan's censorship. As far as I can tell, they have, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't ever make sense of what's allowed, what's disallowed both in terms of, in the chat uh, and just in terms of video content and what's eligible for monetization. I swear Susan just sits down and fills out a random checkbox every day and we learn on the fly. I couldn't tell you, but thanks for supporting the show. Esoterica Unbound says Matt's latest video was brilliant. Well, thank you. Um, Blonde is uh, gorgeous as always. I will forward that to her. And since it's Sunday, the kids said it's time for dad to watch, watch his girlfriend. (laughs) Couldn't tell them that Matt and I actually made love. Well, maybe when they're older, you can tell them the stories. Um, thank you for that. And yeah, that, that story was uh, was interesting. So I appreciate the kind words. If people didn't see, uh, there was a claim last week that a, a man was just sleeping in his car, executed by police in Phoenix. Lo and behold, the story is significantly more complicated than that. But we're always going to pursue the uh, the narrative on on fatal police encounters. Citizen 7 says, I think someone should paint MAGA on the street in front of Mayor de Blasio's house. Yeah, would he like that or would he push back? You wonder. Uh, Laurel says, so are we doing the big luau or no? What's your opinion or prediction? Not whether we should, but whether you think it will happen. If so, why and when? And if I were going to, if I was going to predict that it was going to happen, and I don't see any reason why it won't because everything keeps escalating, not calming down. So I actually... Initially, I thought that it would be something like Beto working on behalf of Biden to go try to take everyone's guns or something. More and more, I'm starting to believe that government may not actually be the direct force to spawn something like that. When you have things like the Chipotle encounter or these the, the, the monkeys falling out of the tree going after the guy at Walmart like we saw, when you've inspired citizens to go after citizens in this way and threaten them in the worst cases... You've created a totally unlivable scenario. And for me, like we've always asked, what's the line? At what point do you resist? Well, if you tell me that I can't say what I want and I can't defend myself, I don't accept that society. And I think that's the line for a lot of people. We have fellow citizens saying, you can't say what you want and you can't defend yourself. And I'm going to threaten you if you try to. Well, I no longer consent to that social contract. So we're going to have a problem. I think that it's going to be more of a citizen on citizen type conflict than a government on citizen conflict. But, uh, and I think it's going to happen because I just don't see any sign of de-escalation as opposed to escalation. So 
Thank you, as always, Laurel. Holden Mulray says, uh, hi, hi, Truth Seekers. Uh, if you could Im- eliminate one tax, income, sales, property, excise, inflation, wealth, et cetera, what would it be? Love you guys. God bless. Well, that's a great question. I only get to pick one. Um, inter- I'll, I'll say this on income versus sales. I live in an income tax state and no sales tax, and I would actually prefer sales tax and no income tax because at least with sales tax, I have a choice about whether I want to consume the product in question or not. With income tax, you are literally just stealing money that I have earned and I have no choice in the matter. So I prefer sales to income. Property to me is one of the, of all the forms of taxation that are all fundamentally unjust, but I get it. Some It's kind of a necessary evil. Uh, I, I understand. But, but the idea that you're going to tax property that people already own to me is particularly uh, immoral, particularly wrong. For example, property property values here in Gallatin County where I live have increased so much due to people moving in and those people moving in also are voting for insane property taxes because they thought that, well, we didn't do it right in California or wherever the hell we came from. We'll definitely do it right this time and we'll try it here. You're seeing cases in places like Gallatin County where I live and elsewhere where families own, say, like a trailer or what used to be a pretty low-value property back in the day. They still own it now. The property value has skyrocketed because of demand in the area. Now they're being priced out of homes that they own because they can't afford the property taxes, even though they own the property. The idea that you have to pay the government for the privilege to own the property that is yours, I find to be... uh, particularly wrong so if i was going to eliminate one that that would be my pick you could make um god you could make a, an argument on on all of these so anyway thank you thank you for that uh blaze hard cheese says i live in washington met up with some acquaintances for a photo shoot last week we talked Chaz. uh i expressed my frustrations and one dude went full seattle and blamed the shootings on the proud boys <laughs> I'm still waiting on the evidence on that. Did he provide you with evidence? Please send it my way if he did. And thanks for supporting the show. Let's see what else we got here. Um, hold on. I see we got a few more over on uh, Live. See what we got. Oh, just a couple. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Appreciate you hanging out over there. Let me check in with uh, with Streamlabs. Although, did I? I think I lost my place. Let me see if I can find it again. Thanks for bearing with me. Uh, Redicus says, when will the sainthood of St. George be rescinded? A meth head felon, pregnant lady assaulter that looked like he was circling the drain, dying. George is looking more and more like Garner. I have lost all fucks after murder three by BLM protesters. Yeah, we are looking at a a significant group of them. Uh, Hold on, I've got to mark my spot in the YouTube super chat too so I can come back to it before I... Lose my spot here. Thanks, guys. Uh, Candy Max says, I'm missing the show. Spending time with my aging mother, but family is what it's all about. Just saying hi. I hope Blonde having a, is having a smooth time with motherhood. And hi, Matt. I believe that she is. And uh, thanks for uh, thanks for checking in, as always. I hope things are fine down Florida way now that you're the record setters, the record holders for coronavirus. So thanks for doing what you're doing. And as always, keep us, uh, keep us clued in with what's going on, with what you're seeing. Existentialist says the foundations of the West are under attack by the demon spawn of the Frankfurt school. I don't know that much about, uh, I, about the Frankfurt school in general. I probably should, 
but I, I definitely do believe that there are nefarious forces at play that are trying to install the chaos that we are witnessing before us on a daily basis. Renicus says, I just hate that we are being talked down to by the former don't wear a mask crowd. We have three or four treatments. Deaths are down. So what is the reason? So what is the reasonable response? There's more medical capacity than we, than we could produce. Also black pillar, uh, black pillars are too fatalist. Yeah. um, I understand it. I understand why people are saying, listen, there's no salvaging this. Let's, let's, let's let the system implode and rebuild after the fact. I'm still going to, I'm still on the team that says we, we should try every avenue available before we resort to complete um, defeatism, if that's a word. But it's getting tougher and tougher to be optimistic. I totally get it. Phil says, uh, our country has been turned into op- an open-air prison full of snitches. I hope the... <laughs> oh, this. I hope the tacos and the cheap electronics were worth it. I resent that I cannot opt out of this without abandoning the graves of my forefathers and the churches they built. That is a fair point. Um, yeah, because obviously I think that the ability to opt out is, is key to any form of consent. Uh, the question too is opt out at what cost? Opt out by abandoning what? And if we have to abandon everything that so many, so many people worked to build before us, is that really a fair exchange? Something to think about. Thanks for that. Rob says, Blonde, for the love of God, spit that goddamn black pill out of your mouth. Buck up, buckaroo. Uh, You have a kid, so now you have a duty to a better world or her. Also, you're really burning burning us all out. Well, I will forward the message to her, but uh, Blonde's blonde's spice and um, her ability to... make fun of the downside <laughs> i suppose is uh is is one of her greater appeals thanks for that rob uh philip smallin for mayor uh yes this this philip smallin in fact uh thanks for the shout out here at encinitas all businesses are enforcing mask rules because they are scared they recently opened gyms but you need to wear a mask while working out roughly 50 percent of the people wearing masks uh, on the street We're wearing a mask while working out is uh that's no that that's that's insane and it's probably unhealthy i can't imagine first of all you're not gonna be able to work that hard if, if you're gonna have obstructed breathing but if you are working hard with obstructed breathing that's just not healthy human that's not what human beings are designed to do so that seems to me very ironic if a health department is mandating that you obstruct your breathing while exercising Bill also says churches in America bought uh, the Jesus was a hippie notion hard. Blank slateism is also rampant because of the belief that conversion changes everything about the person. Nothing excuses them more than third world photo ops. I mean, mission trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know about inter-church, uh, like the politics within churches too much. Obviously, that's that's not a um, an area of knowledge for me, but definitely could be. Uh, returning back to YouTube, Mike Bob says, my theory, Trump is too big business focused. He's always able to get pro-business policies passed. Example, tariffs on China, trade agreements, corporate tax cuts, no problem with uh, big business. But when, it, but come on, Trump, give us a freaking bone here. I would like to see him stand up more on the the free speech issues of the people that are largely responsible for getting him elected for sure. I would like to see a a tougher backbone on a lot of that stuff. And that doesn't mean that I want the government to come swooping in and 
you know, Trump with the power of the federal government come swooping in and fix everything. I think there are just some moves that he could make be really influential in that way. Even simple things like tweeting out about when people get banned and applying a little bit of pressure. Number one thing I think he could do, establish a presence on a trustworthy uh, alternative social media site. Like Trump sets up a parlor. Guess what? Everyone follows him to parlor. A little exercise of that power and that influence that he have that that he has to help benefit um, us common folk who have been chased all around on the internet. I would very much appreciate for sure. Uh, let's see. Cuckoo star says, are you following the latest Trudeau disaster? Got caught giving $900 million to a charity. His family got paid speaking fees for that sounds very Hillary esque. his third ethics violation, or as he calls them cabinet oversights, but I'm sure the confiscation of your guns will be 100% ethical. No ethical issues there when he tries to do that. Who was that? That was Cuckoo Star. Uh, Will you do the next one? Yeah, YouTube name is up after that. It's official. Family's restaurant closed today. Sorry to hear that. Thanks, Democrats. Consider me about as right-wing as you can get, despite considering myself a progressive and being a TYT fan as recently as 2015. Well, uh, silver lining in that perhaps your perspective has changed for the better, but holy cow, man. This is the stuff that just pisses me off. And I say... Yeah. Obviously that's your family's livelihood, but I can put myself in a situation where I mean you know, we gambled what we had to build this. And I understand how scary it was and how much work it took and how thankful I am to have this. And if some government boot just came in here and 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 squashed this for just because it's deemed dangerous or some such nonsense like that, I can't imagine the rage. And so all the best to your family. I hope that I hope that maybe there's a way to build something else out of this, but that just sucks. I, I don't know what else to say, and I'm, I'm really sorry to hear it. Me too. Duty unto death. Here's a couple of bucks for your next Wayfair cabinet order. <laughs> Great show and keep up the good work. That is in poor taste. Can you joke about that? Yeah, or is that off limits? I think it's off limits. Uh, Jacob C. says, Evening, gang. Hope all's well at your end. Going to keep things light tonight, and thank you for helping to keep conversations and free thought going in spite of everything. Godspeed. Thank you, Jacob. Akira Express Trucker Matt, would you ever be up for debating Bosch? Bausch? I, I don't know who this person is. Oh, he's the dude who like who he debated Sargon and he's debated a bunch of other people. I've not followed the debates very closely. I would never close the door on such a thing. And if I was invited to do it, um, I definitely would. I will say I ha- I don't have a lot of online debate experience, but I've learned a few things. There's got to be a moderator. Like I'm just not doing debates without a moderator again. I've done I've yeah. made that mistake on my own channel. And then the other thing I would say is I would want defined defined topic and defined stances at the start. I would like a little more formality when I go into this. The worst thing I think you can do is just freestyle a debate generally. And and then the trouble is, too, how do you take it seriously as a participant? Yeah. I think the worst debates are when someone rolls in and doesn't take it seriously and just thinks they can wreck the other person or something like that. You got to know what your destiny I don't know. I don't follow closely enough to name names, but I would want it to be, if I was going to do something like that, I would want a little more formal terms so that we know what the goalposts are. And so that I can prepare because that's the other thing about this too. I think to make a a product that is listenable, that's worth the time for the audience, you have to be prepared. You have to know what it is that you're trying to demonstrate and you have to do it. And that takes preparation ahead of time. So you don't want to have any more Spinosaurus debates. (laughs) We're guilty of, (laughs) Hosting our own fair share of 
terrible confrontational encounters on this show. I will say the River Gibbs one, I think, was fantastic, if I do say but, so myself. Yeah, but I like him. So I actually did like him, too. If he wasn't such a jackass, I had to block him because he was just he was he wouldn't go away. I was like, listen, I, I like you. I think you have some talent. Stop yeah. jumping. Stop jumping at me every day. I haven't talked to him since. I just blocked him on everything. You can't make me not like you, River Gibbs. Never forget, if, for people who are newer to the show, you can go back and find it. It's this like twinkie little dude who picked a fight with Blonde, so we had him on the show, and I ate popcorn while you guys went at it. And it was really fun, and we actually both kind of liked him. But the funniest thing about the River Gibbs encounter, this was right around the time that we started pre-recording our interviews for, for convenience and ease. And we never presented it as though it was a live debate. We were all wearing different clothes. We were all wearing different clothes. And as soon as our stream is over, River Gibbs goes live on his channel acting as though he had just come out of the debate with us. Yeah. Like it was all yeah. an acting job. And I, I honestly, I think yeah. that I filmed in a different location. Yeah. For, because I think I was on, I was at my brother's house for the interview, but not for the Sunday show. Yeah. So I'm like, how on earth would we be presenting? And also, why would we even do that? Yeah, it was he. I don't know. He the guy has a taste for theatrics, and also don't forget about River Gibbs. He's a former Bigfoot hunter. I I admire that too. That was it's cool. his twinky voice, his clear skin, and his pencil thin mustache. <laughs> yeah. I should check it's, in on River Gibbs. It's been a while. My favorite homosexual. Um, Long Dong John says Matt Christensen is a prime example of why his parents should have used both. <laughs> Shouldn't shouldn't have used yeah but this is there's a reference to this also we need art of matt on the toilet to put on the screen for his biological imperative break what (laughs) so when i have to go take a piss we can put up a similar frame about my biological imperatives uh but my my peas as you know are record time there's no time to put up artwork i do that in a flash the reference saying i'm a prime example of why my parents shouldn't have have used birth control. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. If you're watching tonight, I was posting on Twitter some replies that people had posted to me when I said, all I said in response to this Gallatin County mask proposal was absolutely not free people make decisions for themselves. Yeah, that's all I said. And the responses were uh, that I'm a a literal human trash, that I should die, (laughs) that my parents should have aborted me, that uh, just wishing death and terrible things upon me. So that's the context for that, uh, for that comment. Uh, somebody said, where can we see blonde and Gibbs debate? This was like three years 2017, ago. somewhere in there. It's way back. Um, my husband was deployed. So, and it was winter time. So it was sometime in like winter or spring. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Somewhere in there. Uh, Jack DDSN says TV vaccines seem to be helping Asian nations for the Rona. They mandate the vaccine there. It might be that it might be tropical weather. Yeah. I don't know um hassan chop says washington governor has a mandatory face mask order whenever outside your home oh my god now also says businesses do not have to serve anyone not wearing a mask Jeez. well i'm 100 not wearing a mask outside never that's i'm never crazy. doing that oh so, it was april 2017 wow i'm good they already found um, it they did. You guys are on it. Uh, Mark Wiseman, no note. Thank you, sir. JM says, do pants prevent a fart from being smelled in an elevator? <laughs> what does a mask do when put over your face? Use your brains, people. It's a constant visual demoralizing tactic. That's all. You took the words right Fair out of my point. mouth. I wish I had thought of that, JM. Brian Williams, I live in New York. Haven't been freaking out about Corona. I know people who have died today. My cousin, a healthy 24-year-old man, 
24 year old male tested positive for COVID fever of 106 took ice baths to control G's. That's a, that's a rough one. Hopefully he's doing better. But um, Homer Simpson, yeah. 32 years, DAV and military civil servant. Um, for the first time in my life, I'm regretting my service, watching Americans destroy our nation. If this continues, I fear what will come, yet I'm zombie ready. Mm. God bless you both. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the last few years, it's been the first time in my life that I've not been proud to be an American. Mm. Um, so I, I hear you. Well, thanks, thanks for serving the country. And I can say to anybody who has, or if you're in this similar spot where you feel like you're feeling regret for it, you you did your part to tee up a hell of a country for this generation of people. And that's what pisses me off. The only thing we have to do, the only thing people like me have to do is be thankful and make good on the goddamn opportunity. What an what an amazing opportunity that's just been handed to people like you and me. There's never been a better time to be a human being, never been a better place. All the opportunity in the world that past generations would have suffered and died for and did, and we sit here and bitch about it because yeah. we're worthless, pathetic people. And it <laughs> it does it does bum me out, no doubt. I I I can see why you'd have that perspective. Ziggy shrugged. We've been having crazy mask and other personal liberty encroachment against the county rural areas. Um, we started a movement to split our county in two. So far, huge response. Uh, 2,000 plus petitions signed. 400 attended the outdoor kickoff good. meeting. Man, good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And thanks for doing the Thanks to anybody who is doing the hard work of, of exercising your political power at the local level. That's where we all got to start. And I, I exactly. think we should be doing that. Uh, Polaris 59. Her name was Brianna Taylor, not Tyler. Did I say Tyler? May have. I don't know. I My brain doesn't work after 8 p.m. You guys should know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Nate early. Yes. The common cold is a coronavirus, And I've read that if you test for COVID with a cold, it can give you a false positive. Imagine mm. that mm. son of the wolf. I've been kicked out of businesses here in Washington for not having a mask. So I got one that says this mask is as useless as our governor. I've seen those. <laughs> I like those. Those are funny. American virus is freedom. Everyone needs to wear a hijab as a mask. That way no one will talk to each other. I like well, it. Here's a good test. They have, um, they have coronavirus. Coronavirus is terrible in Muslim countries. In fact, how is it getting through their burkas? Their burkas. Or is it only the men who have corona? Mm. Uh, Bridgeburner 77. Matt, don't wear the mask. I haven't done it once, and it's been mandatory by the governor in Kansas for a few weeks now. We have to make this nonsense expensive, or it will never stop. Yeah, I guess, uh, well, I'll, I can try it non-compliance to start and see. As I've always said, I have a, I will listen to a private business owner who wants to explain the terms of his business to me. But when the government does this, they blur that distinction. Now, when I go to the grocery store that didn't require masks last week, but, but they are this week, who's actually exercising their will upon me. Is it the business? Probably not since they weren't last week, or is it the governor or the government generally? And then who's going to actually come to make me do it? Is the grocery store actually going to act with force upon me? Is the grocery store actually going to call the sheriff on me? And how far do I want to push that? Yeah. We'll have to find out. Rainier Chen, uh, wife of my sister just called the cops on a Chinese scammer the other day. The scammer faked not speaking English when the cops came. So she was taken away for violating Karen. <laughs> I then paid the scammer extra for the extra service. <laughs> All right. Cool. Incompetent hands. 30. I always see zombie apocalypse survival maps that show how bad your state will do. 
Uh, need someone to do it for Boogaloo. Uh, Florida will, would be the best. AR, sharks, or gators. Doesn't matter where you <laughs> run. I like my chances in some of the uh, mountain states, too. you got a lot of wilderness in which to hide. you got a lot of high elevation vantage points. So I, I feel pretty comfy in my neck of the woods. Um, uh, Sphinx Mountain says there will be a meeting on Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. to determine if Gallatin County should mandate face masks. That's the meeting. That's I'll be there on Zoom. I don't know if that's a reference to uh, Sphinx and the Madisons, but that's a cool mountain. Crystal White Mustang. The shutdown is so bad here in Williston, North Dakota, that our Menards had 1,200 applicants. Oh, something in my eye. Last week, and guys are delivering pizza in $70,000 trucks. Wow. Also, Matt, in an old video, you had a bullpup rifle. What is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's the artwork that's on my website as well. It's an FN uh, FS2000, and it is maybe my most prized firearm for a variety of reasons. Uh, not, not a lot of people are big fans. I consider it a fantastic Cadillac of a bull, bullpup rifle. It's the tactical tuna, and they're not even making it anymore. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay. I enjoy that rifle. Did a bug just fly in my eye? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> uh, you might have to read this next okay. one. Uh, gentleman activist says, according to Brandon Tatum, the officer, uh, officer Tatum on YouTube, the police department had a no-knock exception in the Brianna Taylor case, but they didn't exercise it at Brianna's house. They announced. Did they? If that's true, that changes uh, some of the calculation here. It doesn't mean that anything's justified, but this is what I'm talking about. There's a lot of the facts that are treated as absolutely true that don't seem to be absolutely true. Lazarus Rex says, sorry, late to the show. Internet drama of the week. Soph and AIU are now on censored TV. So Soph is as well. Shuan had an armored skeptic broke up and Lauren Southern is back on Twitter. Love you guys. Shuan had an armored skeptic broke up. That was news to me like last week too. I don't, I don't really follow them closely. So I, that's kind of sad. They were together for like four years. Meh. I thought they were married. Guess it. No, I think they were engaged, or weren't they? I don't know. Didn't work out, obviously. Hmm. I guess. I wonder why. Polaris um, five eight nine says well, the Chaz Chop couldn't grow their own food, but they can grow their own death squads. That's pretty common uh, communist product. They're usually pretty good at producing those. Andrea Gillette, I love you both. Thanks so much for the Sandy Safe Space, Matt. I can never wait for your videos, and wish you would put more out. Blonde, you're my spirit person. Oh well, thanks. Um, thanks so much. The difficulty is I have to be able to maintain sanity <laughs> and uh, my production level right now is about what I can do to maintain sanity. And uh, it's possible that would change in the future, though. If I had um, if I if I had assistance to do some work and that sort of thing, it may happen. The, the trade off for me is I'm the type of person who likes to do my work myself. You know, you want it done right. You got to do it yourself. That's kind of my philosophy. So we'll see I mean, two videos a week for years now. The trend is daily, but I just don't know if I can be on the daily grind, man. A lot. People get bored daily. Um, who is next? Chris, Chris Buckley. Buckley. Yep. Uh, in about half the states, a person tests positive with seven contacts. The brain surgeons in public health count that as eight cases. Yeah. Miss Blonde at the end last time. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Really? Jeez. Uh, reality lobster blonde will you buy goya just to enrage aoc in the left <laughs> also half billion for a young black nfl man in the supposed racist U usa yeah. it's um patrick mahomes a not a cw2 we need am i retarded? civil war two. Oh, yes i am retarded it's revolution part two or three if you count 1812 uh 2a edu says 
gov witless now eo requiring masks is not law and i won't comply the constitution trumps an executive order this is uh, an interesting thing that we we're talking about on, was it wednesday when someone asked about what we would change about the constitution as far as i understand this would be your state constitution not federal but general idea applies as far as i understand the legality of these governor executive orders is that the the legislature passes a law that says we give the governor the authority to do this essentially creating law and what that means is that the legislature has voluntarily surrendered its role to the governor. It, if we could adjust constitutions at the federal or state level, I would like to see something that says, you can't do that. You want to you want to make a law? Guess what? You got to go through the legal process. Congress can't say, yeah. eh, sure, the government can do it. Or your state legislature, uh, or, or the president can do it, I mean. Or your state legislature can't say, yeah, yeah, the governor can do it. You have to do what your role is in the separation of powers among the branches of government. That's I'd like to see that. We're we're watching that erode. Um, the vigil says they had similar they had laws similar to the mask laws for black people in the South back in the day. <laughs> Think about it. This can't be the one we end on. Um, <laughs> we do. I guess that's the last that's one. Pretty much it. We have we have some uh, others over on D Live. Thank you guys for hanging out. I will refresh Streamlabs. Other than that, it's going to be last word. I think. Let's see what we got. Um, that is last word because we're all caught up. I did have. If you want though, if you want something else, I did have one message for you on Streamlabs while you were out that you may want to respond to. Blonde, for the love of God, spit that goddamn black pill out of your mouth. Buck up, buckaroo. You have a kid now. So you have a duty to do better for the world or you have a duty to better the world for her. Also, you're really bumming all of us out. You're too black pilled. Come on. I, we also have to be realistic about what we're dealing with. Otherwise, we're not going to be prepared. Fair enough. Uh, we did have one more come in. All right. Thank God. Matt in Michigan, the legislator grants in two weeks in two week increments that expired April 30th. Her mm. executive order is that, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, Th that was the nature of the congressional not congressional the state legislature's challenge in court prior. Right. Yeah. Well, Whitmer is always going to Whitmer's going to Whitmer. Good luck with that. We'll see if she gets reelected. I can't believe anybody could support that crazy lady, but apparently they do. Anyway. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. We appreciate hanging out uh, live and cluing us in on all the facts that we miss. And if you're listening later on demand on YouTube or on DLive or on BitChute or wherever you listen later, thanks for supporting the show as well. Remember, if you're looking for more of this show, if you can't get enough, we do have more to listen to on the audio platforms. They're linked in the description. They're also linked on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash podcasts. You can find everything else show-related over on the website. As well, and remember, you can email us with your thoughts and your hate and uh, whatever else you want to send us. That's uh, beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. In the meantime, we'll be back next Sunday, because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. <laughs>